0: <laughs> oh Sean. Oh Sean. <laughs> You're
1: gonna really hit them today. This is gonna be this is your show. I feel like that. My show? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah, your show. <laughs> I don't know I don't I don't know Sean. Okay. Well Dante's gone today, so we're gonna we'll have to bail him out later, but that's uh part of it. But that's right. after this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just hold that mic like you're your Britney Spears. You're gonna do the right, first yeah. Bit. <laughs> yeah, I'll do the first bit. I'll, I'll do that little intro, uh, and then you can kind of follow. Because, like, you're, I mean, you, do you me like this? And let me know. This is your song, Sean. This is your time to shine. This is for all the record producers there who, like, want a sexy cowboy to, yeah, whatever. This is from the 90s, so you'll, you'll know it. Oh, yeah. This is like, you were born in, what, 2003?
0: Something like that. But I remember this. There you go, yeah. I can't get you out of my head Don't, don't care. care what is written in your history As long as you're here with me I don't care who you are, where you're from What you did, as long as Feels like it's deep within me. Mm-mm-mm. Doesn't really matter where you're coming from. It seems, seems like, like we're it's meant, meant to be. I don't care who you are, where you're from, yeah, what you did. As long as you love me, who you are.
1: As long as you love me, yeah. Okay, this is a you ready? You this the sexy me. part. This is the part that gets the girls. Mm. Oh, maybe not. Maybe did they
0: skip it, this karaoke track. Oh, no. That would suck. As long as as you oh, there love me. we go. I try to hide it so that no one knows, but I guess it shows. Look into my eyes. What you did and where you coming from. I don't care. As long as you love me, baby. <laughs> That's good, Sean. Don gonna be proud. <laughs> He's gonna be very proud of you. I don't care who you are, where you're from, and what you did. As long as you love me, where you're from, but you did. As long as you love me, baby, who you are. You love me, baby. Song as, as you love me, what you did as don't care. Song as, as you love me. That was really bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, it's not—it's—it's—it's it's, it's not a classic, certainly. So, uh, that so you, one won't be, I'm sure. So, do you think I should incorporate show tunes into my camming routine? I think so. I think that at least like start karaokeing okay. uh, all of those. That okay. would be wonderful. <laughs> um, I think that I think everyone will appreciate that. Like, you did a great job there, I gotta say. Like, good fucking. Job. <laughs> I, I I. Well, it takes I, a little bit of something because, like, you're doing it, you're putting yourself out there. It's gonna be embarrassing because yeah. you suck. Of course. Yeah. Well, actually, suck a little bit less than I thought I would have. Really, so a little bit. That was worse than you thought you'd do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, th- here is the thing: I listened to that, and I got to say, like, no one's gonna, re- no one's gonna believe that we recorded that in one take. <laughs> it was just so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we heard it. We were like, this is this is, it's, you know. Oh,
2: so it's last
1: last week we uh we we didn't record mm-hmm. um because we were actually bunkered. In a under underground missile silo, holding on to everything we own dearly because the crypto right. markets are crashing. So like yeah. we lost everything because Pamper Pam P- was leveraged. We're heavily leveraged. <laughs> heavily leveraged. Uh, what, like what what te- happened, Sean? Te- te- did we lose te- like 150 percent? 10x, 150%? Te- 10x up, 10x down. 10x down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Richard Hart. Yeah. <laughs> so everything everything went the hell in a handbasket. Oh man. Uh, but uh, you know this week uh, did you, you did know, things, w- who things, was it? Things bounce back. At our bit, did, you, so. did you did you hear at our uh, at our meetup one of the one of the guys said uh, it was. Uh, he said that 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 leverage has killed more Jews than Hitler. <laughs> 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 I was like, that's, I didn't hear that. But that's I've hilarious. never heard that. But that's probably like that's that's awful. That's maybe the worst <laughs> thing oh I've God. ever heard. <laughs> <ever that's, laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that, that's bad. But that's hilarious. Well, yeah, but oh yeah, he's God. Jewish, so it's okay. okay. He's in on the joke. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Um, holy Jews shit! But just like, tell the best Jew jokes. They do. So we have a correction to make from last week, and it's not really oh, a correction. It's more of a like harsh. a giant apology. Well, we were we were not really sure about the whole uh, Bitcoin at Carlos Twitter. Well, I was because I am, (laughs) I am Carlos Matos (laughs) eighty. So (laughs) big reveal. Uh, parody account and... Uh, it was a parody account. Uh, yeah. And you are... <coughs> That's me. It
2: might he's still he, be you, actually. He's Seth
1: Because the person that was like, this yeah. is me and it's a parody account, yeah. that I don't know who that person is. That might be you. So It could very well be me also. Um, so it's it it's it Jumseth all the way down. That's a oh, thing. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have you're a little you're taking, trouble. You're taking advantage of your own decentralization. Well, I'm department. like Isis. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, if if it happens and it's clever and funny, I, I get credit. Yeah. So... So when it happens, you know, it's... Well, my favorite ever was, like, uh, who was it? Uh, Mike in Space does this interview with, uh, with Nozick. Nozack? Nozack uh NVK. NVK on, on Twitter. He, oh. The open dime shit. So he doesn't interview okay, with them. Yeah, he does yeah. it as John Seth. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Like <laughs> he like sits there as Mike in space as John Seth. As, yeah. It was great. Um but that was you know, that that's the only thing I think that we've been wrong about on this show. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sure. Everything else we've been, you know, we've been very right about. Have you noticed <laughs> how, like, so during the during the like collapse of all of these currencies where everything mm-hmm. uh, dropped like fifty percent currencies, commodities, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. Tether? Was through the roof. Did you see that? I did. Well, so we had a few drops in price recently, and there was, like, I right. feel like there's been two in the last few weeks. Right. Um, but in the first one, I don't know if Tether went up as much, but the, but the last the last one, when it, it was, like... Tether's, like, trading at all-time like, all high going volumes. Yeah. It shot up to, like, yeah, oh, yeah, it doubles. Like, it, like, it goes from, like... Well, Tether doesn't double. It goes from, like, a dollar to a dollar well, the, three. The, vo- the volume doubles, yeah. right? So it goes from, like, two and a half to, like, five billion in Tether, I want to know um, how much money's caught up in there, just sitting there, sitting on the sidelines yeah. in tether. Well, but it, it kind of goes back to your point uh, because this happened a few. You know, the price has been kind of going down a little bit in the last couple months, <coughs> um, and every time it has gone down, like, and you kind of pointed this out, like, the, like the volume of tether goes up, which just, which is <coughs> an indication that a lot of these people that are trading on these exchanges are probably just selling their crypto for Tether so that they can buy back in. Well, I'm trying to figure out where all the money is going because like what really bothers me about all of, all of the downs and ups mm-hmm. um, more than anything is the uniformity of the ups and the downs. And I'm trying to figure out what people are escaping to. Because everything goes up and down at the same time. Well, everything's going up and down at the same time, but like, like the only way that like all of the crypto markets could crash, mm-hmm. I would think, would be if everyone was escaping to fiat. Right. But they can't do that. Well, is it that not? So some of them might be able
2: to. I don't know how you
1: maybe. could I, like you can't exit all of your altcoins on a fiat like what, like. There's not like a local Neo exchange, right? It's not like no local, local Neo dot com or like oh, like like wh- how how are people getting out? Because most things most things are going in and out of, of Bitcoin, right? So like or the, or only to, the, the only way to the only way to get out is like you got like, yeah. to like convert your shit into Bitcoin or convert your shit into Tethers, mm-hmm. and then Tethers you have to like get out by like sent, having Tethers, uh, you know. Uh, cash you out mm-hmm. into like some weird international bank account. I don't think that you can do it in American bank accounts um, I'm not sure though. Their, their, their rules are very strange and as I understand it almost nobody has ever tried mm-hmm. So tether is like no one no one uses it to cash out. They only they really only use it as like liquidity between exchanges mm-hmm. and, uh, and And then apparently to hold during like gi- giant crypto market meltdowns right. um, Yeah, but like I, I don't fucking know like where where is the money going? Because Where's this fucking leak? Right. Because like, if people are actually cashing out to fiat, like let's say they were doing it through like Coinbase, right? Um, they'd have to get into either Bitcoin, like Coin, Bitcoin Cash, or, right. or Ethereum first, right? Um, and I would think that would like make the the price of like Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum go like whoop, go up because you like see a spike in those, right? Before, right. But it's, <laughs> that's it's not what happens. A, that's not yeah. It's a weird thing. Right. Um. So I don't fucking have a clue. I, like it's it's just weird. I I don't know when or what what this money's flowing into because it's flowing into something right so like it it's hard to know exactly like how and why uh you know some of these price swings are happening um well, fr- I I, I, sh- a, I generally don't try to explain it but like right. fucking a like they're they're just like I'm I'm confused by it because like I don't understand where the money's going and like maybe it's going to some new coin that you know I've never heard of like <laughs> and uh, it's not listed on Coin Market Cap that every single person in crypto has heard of except us but like I don't <laughs> think that's the case. Yeah, like <laughs> funny if it was like right like, like yeah, there's like a new Bitcoin. Yeah, it's like it's it's so like underground that like I think it's going back into fiat. I just think it's going right back into fiat, but I don't know how. Um, I think it's it's tethered in fiat, and I I'm trying to like I don't understand mm. if it's like. Large liquidity, like large like hedge funds or something like that, exiting positions or what the fuck it is, but it's very strange to me that like Which, all everything goes down at once, right? Nothing goes up. It's very weird. It's an odd thing. So yeah, may- maybe it is. Uh, big players like hedge funds and such that have liquidity providers to exit in and out of, like maybe that maybe that's uh, kind of where some of it's going. But you know, it's it's interesting to watch. It, right. It's weird, like because like when when Bitcoin shot up to. Uh, that all time high, like a month ago, you know, just a month ago. Um, There was a period, there was like a couple days where Bitcoin shot up and everything else was down. Oh, yeah. And like that was, that was, that was a little bit more, th- that seemed a little bit like it would make sense because people were exiting all this shit and everybody was like, Bitcoin hot, you know? Right. Um, that, 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 yeah. <laughs> and well, Bitcoin's going back up now. And like, I think that is the tether effect. It's like the tether, tether bounce back. Mm. Yeah, so like, okay, did you see the, the CFTC? Uh, interview i did like the the, the it, deposition what do you, what do you call it? testimonies I, a testimony i guess testimonies it was this giancarlo guy yeah. appearing Car- in front of the senate i guess carlos giancarlo, giancarlo. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah i guess he appeared in front of them and like he uh he made some statements about cryptocurrency he did i was surprised I, like I, I he was really really nice yeah and reasonable right like i thought so it seemed Uh, He seemed pretty, yeah, I mean, like, he was reasonable. It was nice. Uh, A lot of Bitcoin people and crypto people were, like, enamored with what he said. Right. And very, like, oh, we love this guy. This guy's great. You know, he was. He made a comment, like, uh, you know, this is very innovative. We want to make sure we don't, like, curb the innovation going on here. I actually want to play it because, like, it it was simple.
3: I'd like to begin briefly with a slightly different perspective, and that is as a dad. I'm the father of three college-age children, a senior, a junior, and a freshman. During their high school years, we tried to interest them in financial markets. My wife and I set up small brokerage accounts with a few hundred dollars that they could use to buy stocks. Yet other than my youngest son, who owns shares in a video game company, we haven't been able to pique their interest in the stock market. I guess they're not much different than most kids their age. Well, something changed in the last year. Suddenly, they were all talking about Bitcoin. They were asking me what I thought and should they buy it. One of their older cousins who owns bitcoin was telling them about it and they got all excited and i imagine that maybe members of this committee may have some had some similar experiences in your own families of late it strikes me that we owe it to this new generation to respect their enthusiasm about virtual currencies with a thoughtful and balanced response not a dismissive one and yet we must crack down hard on those who try to abuse their enthusiasm with fraud and manipulation. I mean we, we must thoroughly educate ourselves and the public about this new innovation, and we must make good policy choices and put in place sound regulatory frameworks to reduce risks for consumers.
1: So all of that sounds very good to me. I mean like that he seems like he's very, very uh like reasonable. Yeah. I mean it's um you know, it's a very uh there's a very personal story there that I think it, right It seemed to resonate but I, you know I, I do say like I think it's funny that like you want your kids to get involved in markets and then they get involved um, they get interested in Bitcoin
2: mm-hmm.
1: Like like what is it? Here's the thing. Bitcoin a few years ago was idiotic. Everyone hated it. They mm-hmm. thought it was stupid. And like I remember telling people about Bitcoin, they'd be like, I can't believe you're into that bullshit. That scam, that Ponzi scheme, right? So now everyone's telling me how innovative it is. I was literally having dinner last night with somebody who says to me like I know that the blockchain's revolutionary. And I go, well, what's a blockchain? And he has no idea. Right. And uh, you know, like this is, I mean, this mimics our experience from the last like five years. Mm-hmm. But like honestly, it's hilarious because uh, now everyone is on board with it. And they like completely they give no credence to people that have been here a long time. And they think that they they think that they independently came to the notion that this is an incredible thing. What the blockchain does, what Bitcoin does generally. And I find it hilarious because five (laughs) years ago they were all fucking breaking up with their boyfriends and making fun of geeks for like being into this. Right. And it was it was uh, it's as if like. Like it, it wasn't. You, you, there was nothing there was nothing to being involved in it years ago until recently because like now it's like more accepted So right. like, now it's like oh, well, maybe you were in it Maybe you told me that like years ago, but they, they either forget or they just kind of they're like, well, you, how did you know? years Well, ago it, it makes me wonder like like how is like what is what distinguishes Bitcoin and all of this shit from like Beanie Babies, right? And that's like a I think that's a central question that we have to really answer because Beanie Babies were a fad and mm-hmm. I mean I think that if you end up in like the realm of fad, you become a, it's, it becomes a problem because like eventually you fall out of um, favor as a fad. Uh, but like I don't, I, I think that there's like a lot of money here. I think there's a lot of liquidity entering the space. I don't think that it's like Beanie Babies in the sense that there isn't a Federal Reserve Chairman, whereas with like Beanie Babies there was Ty Warner, right? So like in Bitcoin it's a lot different. There's nobody who can restrict supply or anything like that. It's a little bit different. So like there's no end to this shit in sight as far as I can tell. Whereas in Beanie Babies, like, Ty Warner was, like, restricting supply and uh, completely destroyed the market at the end. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, I and you're making that analogy mm-hmm. very much from, like, uh, when people look at this, like, for example, we have a in here later, but like, Krugman coming in here and being like, oh, it's right. like another bubble. That analogy is very, like, towards those people in, 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 a, in a bubble sense of, like... Well, the question this, is what... This comes and then it right, goes. Right, what makes place. this yeah. different than other, quote-unquote, bubbles, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, generally bubbles are abated for some reason. There's something that, like, causes them to collapse. And I can tell you like Bitcoin has collapsed a number of times, but not in the way that like people think it would, right? Like it's gone from like, you know, a hundred dollars to a thousand dollars back down to three hundred dollars. Like mm-hmm. that like that doesn't seem like a collapse. It seems like we went from a hundred to three hundred in a really like indirect way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, well, right? well, it's like, well it's like everybody's <laughs> like, Oh oh Bitcoin's down again. Yeah. Like I had friends that were mm-hmm. like uh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're like, sorry, bro. They're like is Sean, really upset I'm really that a sorry. price went down or yeah. something. It's like, you know, like, you mean like, oh yeah, it went down. Like, yeah, yeah. like you're saying, it <laughs> went down to eight <laughs> thousand. Right. Last year, it went down to thousand. It went down. It, Bitcoin's it, always gone down. It's yeah. been going down ever <laughs> since it was eighteen cents. Yeah. Like Bitcoin's always gone down. It started at eighteen cents. It's gone all the way down to three thousand, mm-hmm. or it, all the way down to like a hundred, all the way down to a thousand, all the way down to three thousand, all the way down to ten, and then it, it went all the way down to twenty thousand, uh, or nearly twenty. It went, to, it went over twenty thousand, didn't it? And by twenty by over, I mean below. Yeah. Like Bitcoin is a negative, like its pricing is a negative number. Yeah. So like it's always it's always going down. It's like negative twenty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm amazed by people's sort of comprehension Mm -hmm. of the facts. And like the celebration that people have, like, oh, it's going down. I told you. And you're like, good for you. Good for you. Two weeks ago you were asking me how to buy it. So like fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) But at the same time, too, a lot of these new people that are coming in or even people that are, like, really excited <laughs> about it, they uh, they also have, like, no idea about any... I mean, like, you, you kind of just said that, but, like, they really don't have anything... Any no! Idea. Like, I, one, one of my friends who, I, who actually bought Bitcoin, along, like, you know, not long after I did and just, like, didn't do anything with it, wasn't really sure, didn't learn anything about it, I was like, well, let me ask you something. Does the term Lightning Network mean anything to you? has no idea what it is. No idea what it is. <laughs> um... And there's been other newbie people that have, like, no idea. Like, well, there, the, like there was a guy in New York is, that had no idea what yeah. side chains were. What I think that's great, though. Like, fine. Like, I, honestly, like, I think what's going to end up happening here is that we're going to end up seeing a Bitcoin that is divorced from the technical, sort of the technical necessity, like, like needing to understand it technically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's fine. I think that's completely fine. I think that's where we want to go in the sense that, like, people are just going to be using it in a way that is really um, tangential to the fact that they understand it.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Which, which is fine. Which is fine. You, you are going to end up back at, at a system that looks exactly like the current system, though, which is funny. Oh, yeah. Like, you could have something like Stellar being used everywhere, but it's going to be, like, it's going to get regulated to the point where it's not going to be that much different than how it is it today. Well, I mean, Stellar and, or, or, and or, or, Stripe and, well, or an example, Stellar like and Ripple and all these, like, they're just, I mean, they're, j- they're <laughs> it's very funny to me. Because, like, the, the thing that people don't understand is what makes Bitcoin different mm-hmm. than these other things is that Bitcoin settles. Bitcoin is the bearer asset. That is the instrument. Stellar, Ripple, they don't settle. Right. So, like people talk about, like, like, and and, and I guess the value of like an uh, a Lumen or a Ripple itself does settle. But their entire pitch, and 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 my problem with a lot of these projects is that their pitches are all red herrings. They know that mm-hmm. this is not. A, this is not a viable uh, uh, thing for this thing to be used for, right? So, like, in the case of Ripple or Stellar, they're trying to go to banks and they're trying to say, like, you can use this for settlement, faster settlement, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't, like, the, the little XRP or the Lumen itself, they don't settle. So what is what is what is going to have to happen is you're going to take the XRP, you're going to send it to a bank, and then they're going to sell it on an exchange um, to like a liquidity provider right like Cumberland Miner or something like that someone who like provides liquidity to the bank and they're using, I think that, I don't remember what there's is called, like X-Ripple or something like that. Um, and what's going to then have to happen is there's going to have to be a, another settlement of the trader's account with their account. So there's actually, like, what's funny about Ripple is I think about it, it's like two settlements have to happen in order for one settlement to occur. Whereas in the current system, one settlement happens. Mm. And I don't see how that improves back of house. I don't know enough about banking to tell you uh, definitively that it doesn't, but like I don't think that anyone at Ripple does either.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> well, I would, and, and definitely like well, Jed McCaleb of, of Stellar. What the fuck does he know about banking? Right. Well, I I th- I, I think generally that if there's if there's su- quote unquote improvements in banking um, that are going to come about in the next like decade or so, I think they could have gotten to that. And if they end up using these technologies or these platforms, I think they could have gotten to that point in time without all of that well th- what's you know funny what I mean? like to me is like it, it was if just a matter of like regulatory and it could like, be that ripple you know. and stellar the way that they do it in terms of like using xrp or these lumens is in fact an advantage right mm-hmm. like like maybe the instant transfer and then uh the bank selling it off is somehow like you know settling with that trader locally is faster than settling with you know singapore bank or whatever i doubt that but let's say it is then I want to know why is that any different than the like the lightning network handling all of that right? Because if that's true, then like you think that there's going to be bigger liquidity providers in ripple than there are in, in Bitcoin, really? Mm. Like, it's, it's hilarious to me that that's, that that's a thing people think right. And the goal of these banks is to get the money back into fiat. So like it's very difficult. Settlement is hard. Mm-hmm. And I think that like a lot of people think that settlement is easy. And I I love I love having discussions with people who are like supportive of Ripple. Ripple settles in 3 seconds. Like no it doesn't. Ripple doesn't settle in 3 seconds. Right. It's it's mind-blowing. And and the other thing is like with these cryptocurrency collapses like we had last week, what happens if a bank gets some kind of transaction in the middle of one of those fucking collapses? now they're exposed to all of that risk. It's very funny. Right. Like as a liquidity provider, you don't have to always be providing liquidity. That's a giant s- like source of failure for banks. Yeah. Um it is. I mean there's a lo- there's a lot of risk there. And like some of, some of the systems like how Stellar works, for example, they have like these trust providers. So if you're an institution that's trying to utilize their network, um I I, I mean there's just there just seems to be like very potential attacks of like like r- like very low hanging, like you know, organizations right. are going to like you know pretend to be reputable sources that are going to like do malicious things, and and it's not going to be like a great mechanism to. W- w- more than that, like weirdly, like w- like if Ripple works, why couldn't you just have done this with gold in the 90s? Like have a ledger of gold, like e gold kind of thing, right? Where mm-hmm. you're like just moving gold around on like a ledger. You don't actually have to, you know, like you don't actually have to know, uh, you know who you know. Wh- you don't actually have to hold the gold itself. You're just moving it around. Whose gold is it? I don't know, but it's in some bank in like Switzerland, mm-hmm. right? Um, and like you could you could sell using Bitcoin or whatever fucking blockchain you want or even just like a security on your own on your own network you could probably sell that into the market Mm -hmm. exactly the same way that like they're claiming ripple uh, works yeah which I I mean to me it seems like ripple is and it does more than seems like ripple is an absolute abomination and I think it's hilarious (laughs) yeah that like people are like strong supporters of it it doesn't do what they say it does right it, my, it, but, are, it but it doesn't – but, you know, there's a lot of uh, – you know, going back to Giancarlo coming as kids not getting interested in stocks, like, that resonates with me because I, I remember was my grandmother that. getting my, – my, my grandparents wanted me and my sister to get involved when we were young kids. Like, we didn't fucking care about that. I never cared about the market or finance until Bitcoin, to be honest with you. Like, but what like, – like I feel like that's that's getting very common – Getting into stocks is a stupid thing to do. Like, well, now we know. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I would never want my ki- – like – People are going to get into stocks I and mean, to like, put all their money the into like. When I was a kid, my dad, my, <laughs> like, I remember when I was in fifth grade, they had that, like, these recess uh, recess appointments where you could, like, go and, like, play and do certain extracurriculars at recess. So they had, like, soccer, football. Mm-hmm. That, not soccer. That was a fairy sport. But they had football, uh, like, kickball. <laughs> um, and then they had yoga. And my dad, my dad went to the school. They had yoga back? <laughs> <then>? <laughs> they had fucking yoga. <laughs> for like, fifth graders. <laughs> 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 do you know how flexible I would have been? I would have had so much sex in fifth grade if I had, like, done yoga back then because I would have, like, you know, been able to, like, you know, swing from monkey bars. That's not true either because I was fat then, too. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, they had yoga. So my <laughs> dad goes into <laughs> the fifth grade. I thought, like, the teacher was going <laughs> to blast you or something. That would have been great, too. You <laughs> know, you as a guy. You know. would have gotten experience early, you know. Like yeah. yeah. Well mm-hmm. You're Milo Yiannopoulos now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, now you're fucked. Okay, <laughs> I don't get on so that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, but like, uh, yeah, they they, they they had yoga. And my dad goes mm-hmm. into the school. And he, like, he, he says <laughs> that the yoga at recess is violating church and state. Uh, separation of church and state rules so he gets yoga removed from the (laughs)
0: recess
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i think about that i was like you know what like if it were me the only thing that i would like really jump into like uh into a school and be like fucking mad as shit about would be uh would be like investment classes where they're teaching people to like you know, play the stocks like penny stocks. Right. Which is what, like, investment games do in, in high school. And that would be the kind of thing that I would go and, like, have an uproar over. And they'd be, like, very surprised. Like, who the fuck has an uproar about this? Right. <laughs> like, everybody. Everyone should. And yeah. if they don't, like, you know, like, my dad's, my dad's is viewed as, like, not reasonable. But, like, they had to, they had to get rid of the yoga class. Because, like, he's probably right, weirdly. Because, um, like, they're probably, like, namaste. You know? They're probably, like, doing <laughs> the prayers and stuff. But, but yeah, this yeah, would be, I mean, like, a completely unreasonable... Yeah. Well, there's levels to it. Yeah. Cause like at one level, it's oh, this there's a market. Get this the fuck out. There's 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 um there's there's uh stock. There's this is how companies run. This is how like the business world, the finance world, the, the economic world works. And you know, getting kids or young people or anybody into this stuff right. so that they have a better understanding of it is not a ter- like I I like that. But what what that usually means is them putting real their own value into it. And then they end up going down Stupidville, where they are like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go be a trader and make like, you know." Well, that's uh, the thing. I'm like, like trade, you end up with these buy, people doing like my money in like all these like right. stocks and stuff. Which it's also kind of funny too, because like young people would probably end up putting stocks in like like they throw like Facebook or like Google and like those well, aren't. Do you know why? Like, why is it that like this generation doesn't care about stocks? Because I've had this conversation with a lot of people. Like, um, good example, Pete Rizzo. Right. Okay. I've had a lot of conversations with Pete Rizzo where we talk about the interest of his uh, of his cohorts and stocks. Right. And he says that he has no interest in stocks and never has. And he doesn't think that anyone he knows does. And I think that's probably true. Why? Well, it's probably I mean, maybe it maybe it's because there has already been a generation that has learned the hard way why markets are efficient. So, like, that's what I think, like, But like, like a <coughs> generation ago, was it that people got into stocks and they ended up like like a lot of like there were enough people that lost money that turned their kids off of it or like turned their culture off where they're like, this is not a thing you do. Like, it's because I guess there has market, been a lie. Like, there has been a bit of a bit of like when I was a kid, my dad told me the market returns nine percent per year. And I was like, OK, great. So I put my money in the market and it just wouldn't do that. Right. Because I would put all of my money into like. Bank of America and then the financial crisis happened. Right? <laughs> well, did, he, like did he know 9% but didn't know exactly? Yeah like he didn't know time. how you could achieve 9% oh, so he's like okay. on average the market returns 9% per year and like you know then then there's, there's like these different kinds of wisdom that people give you so like my dad would be like invest in the stock market it returns on average 9% per year like okay that's a great truism that's wonderful and then in addition to that he'd say you need to have a broad based portfolio so like in my dad's world that meant like I trade IBM I trade da 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 I trade this I Mm. trade that I trade that so he would have like 10 to 15 stocks that he would have in his portfolio so you know it's funny because like since he's been of age to trade and had any money to trade there has been the index fund
0: Mm.
1: so he could have put his money into an index fund I just don't think that he knew it existed
0: Mm.
1: and he would have done really well had he done that instead he like made a bunch of weird bets he did really well accidentally because of like Uh, bankruptcies and airlines that he puts his money into. (laughs) Um, But like other than that, yeah, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like, well, yeah, but like lucky, right? Luckily, yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it also goes into this. Like a lot of people don't, like finance money, that tends to be a topic where I think people's brain kind of shuts off when they start learning about it. If they're not really into it. Maybe not. But the people that would say, I know about this, this is what you should do, are not going to profit from them putting their money in in a broad-based index. It's like, you like, like, like uh, imagine, like, your dad's like, I'm going to go to Charles Schwab or some one of these, like, brokerages right. and, and put my money there. Th- they may end up, like, making returns over a year. But, like, the people that are there are going to give them advice on what to put their money in right. so that they can profit. Well, and, and I it's have a friend who's made, a, a, friend made a ton of money over the last few years. And, like, okay. he has a, an account at Charles Schwab and uh, he just puts his money into their version of like the total stock market index right yeah. and the, re- the the result of this is like vanguard has competed down the price of the uh, total stock market index of, of indices generally mm. so like all of the all of them had to respond by having similarly priced <laughs> indexes so what do they do they spend all of their time calling him trying to get him into more expensive products mm. which is funny because like he doesn't need any more expensive products that that, that like broad-based portfolios is all he really fucking needs mm. and he tells them that and they tell him that like oh we have all all sorts of products that outperform uh the index and i really think that lie is insidious because everybody wants to believe it and everybody's always looking for it and the science never bears it out like the fact that you can make that claim seems to me to be just like a huge huge problem and i think it's as disingenuous as it gets mm. yeah um it's very but but like they, they like they they have to do that because otherwise how are they going to like otherwise like they're they're competing on you know vanguard made everybody compete right on, on that's your uh, cost so right like if everybody's like oh the rational thing to do is put your money right in this your D- don't do through, this i can do it for free and i don't have to pay you people and then those people don't have don't have work i heard a great suggestion this week someone said that like in in like because like the dow was it like the, the entire market this week essentially went down right like mm-hmm. bitcoin collapsed uh, the market collapsed generally. Uh, everything was bad. Everything just sucked this week. <laughs> yeah. This so, like, I heard someone, uh, like, uh, th- the suggestion was made, w- you know, what Vanguard ought to do or any of these, like, investment firms is they should have, like, an option in there that you can disable the sell button whenever the market drops more than, like, 3% or something like that. Uh, so, <laughs> so you, like, lock <laughs> and it and, and the only way that you can do it is by calling and speaking to one of, like, their therapists, like, financial therapists <laughs> or something like that. And then, like, afterwards, if you still want to, then, like, you'll disable, <laughs> like, well, We've done all we can, and then every, like, you don't get charged, but every year that you have to call the therapist, every mm-hmm. single time, you have as many calls as you want, but if you call the therapist ever, uh-huh. they take 1% of your money that year. <laughs> so it's, it's basically... It's, a managed, it's yeah. a managed fund. It's a managed fund. It's a managed fund, because you might have weak hands, and, like, you might You get don't want weak so You got to yeah. you know, you call, you got to be like, I have weak hands, I'm going to sell, and they're like, <laughs> I see if okay, we're going to transfer you to the <laughs> advisor Um, do you, do you want (laughs) to talk to one of our (laughs) financial advisors? You're like, no. And you're like, well, we can't disable it. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's a security feature on your account. Like we just won't do it. I got to sell now. (laughs) Sir, you need a one hour appointment with one of our financial advisors. You got to go into the branch, the branches in Kansas. (laughs) You got to figure out how to get there. And like, uh, and then you can, and then like if after you meet with him, then you still want to sell. We'll We'll do it. Remember that you'll pay us 1% of your money this year. I don't want to do that. Well, like, sir, you might lose a lot more if you don't, you know, talk to the advisor, you know? Yeah. But the goal is to. I just see a bunch of, like, therapist advisors being like, like actually, like talking to them. To me, that's about where I like think about like, like financial EMH and stuff, right? And like about like right. You get like, like real like only Chicago grads. It's going down. Like it's
0: going down. It you know, always everything it goes always down.
1: goes down. Yeah, it goes and down. You so know, big. you 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 have you're covered. So even if we have a market downturn, you're going to be. Let me give you a years. Let me give you a hug. Let me <laughs> you know, go back up. This is how <laughs> markets work. This, <laughs> this is like financial <laughs> advisor. Like 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 here, look. Like this is I appreciate you coming into my office. I'm going to give you a teddy bear. And we've made this. We have this mylar balloon with your name on it. Like isn't that special? Okay. Instead, <laughs> of, instead of like ink graphs, they hold up like the SPM hundred over time. Like, what is this? this? To what does this mean? Do you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, the, 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 is that the Rorschach like blot? <laughs> <laughs> like, what does this mean? To you? Like, yeah, it means rich. Like, yeah. ah, okay. Rorschach candles. And then, and then, try and try. yeah. And then, what you do is you like you s- you like bring it into like one small section. you like, look at how that went down right there. Yeah. But overall, over but time, look at it over time, over Did time, it went up. And if you don't, if you if you sell. This is, you're going to be here yeah. in the pit of despair. You don't know when it's going back up. And if you, if you sell now, you may be fucked. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I like this idea a lot because like, I mean, that it's proven too. Cause like a lot of people started panic selling mm-hmm. over the last week. And then what happens is Monday it goes up 300 points. Yeah. Right. The, the market generally. So like, like you don't know when shit's going to stop collapsing unless you're tone, tone, bass, Making price predictions. Tone. Have you seen Vone Vontaze? Uh, Von I think it is on the on fake Twitter. Twitter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 what well, are you talking about? His haircut. Like he, he, he has the, yeah. he has the, the same uh, picture as Andreas, but yeah. with the hair. Well, I didn't know, but like Tone's channel, like it, it definitely blew up in the Oh, it exploded, and he's and he he's guessed. <laughs> He's guessed a couple times, right? So yeah. I think a lot of people are like, oh, he knows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Dude, <laughs> he's, he's got his charts. You know, I think. He has all his charts. <laughs> he does he's his charts. courses
0: and stuff. Like oh, it's yeah. It's such a funny. Was it like one-tenth <laughs> of a Bitcoin or something like that for, yeah. uh, for
1: advice from to- Tone Vase? Like, I feel like it's like he's like the. He's like a he's like a he's like a uh, a wizard that believes in stupid magic. Oh yeah, and like, occasionally, like occasionally, occasionally he points at a rock. All the old time poor Bitcoin people right. love him. Right, like, right. Oh like, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Occasionally <laughs> he'll point at a rock and like <laughs> <laughs> it blows up. But he points at every rock, right? He's like bet, <laughs> 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 <like laughs> bet. <laughs> <five thousand, laughs>
0: then like, One blows up. Right, I told you, told you, victory.
1: Tone, he's the eor of Bitcoin. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the stock shit, okay. So with w- eventually Robinhood's going to start releasing uh, the cryptocurrency right, shit, which will be amazing. What happens when some of these brokerage firms like like Charles Schwab get involved? I don't and, know. And they start calling you about shitcoins. Like, do you think like is the, are we going to see that or? Do I think, don't know, but I really do you think hope all, so? all those are going to go away by the time that happens. I don't know. Like, like, that'd be a weird world where I get you know pissed on right. like Ryblock Block. Right. right. <laughs> like, <laughs> this guy's like, look. You, you, you got to get Have you seen the Tech is amazing. <laughs> the team is awesome. <laughs> have you seen Vagcoin Coin? <laughs> every every porn site's gonna take it everyone we already have a deal i've heard there's already a deal in the works with pornob like i could see that like it sounds it sounds ridiculous but like we've gone down this road like we are down the hole of stupid
2: yeah like it is
1: alice in wonderland was a description of like what we have going on now yeah it's it's a weird it, i don't need to take acid anymore because like this whole space is is, is like a trip like right <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i feel like i'm in alice I, in wonderland I all I the time like, yeah <laughs> it's it's always uh being involved in the space like there's just crazy things that have always like blow my mind H- have and, like, you it's seen always been a, real quick have you seen oh. church of the blockchain.com uh not until now it was <laughs> wow who, is, who? I <laughs> oh, I, is I don't know I I don't know but it's so funny to me they like they have, like, <laughs> they have the, the the blockchain Jesus white paper listed here oh that's perfect oh yeah dude I I, I, I kind of assume it's <laughs> someone from Jacksonville John <laughs> but like uh but I don't I don't know I I put money that's probably him but it, but it's it's so funny this is but, like, amazing. it's it's great like it's, it's all these little things like this see little Litecoin oh yeah 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 oh, they put yeah, they oh dude the site it, very uh... it's it's absolutely wonderful I'm really proud of these like because these are these are all my memes oh yeah <laughs> They're fungible they're all token all of value well broken for you well they're all blockchain jesus's memes right yes. sorry yeah if there's someone's memes <laughs> someone's memes <laughs> but it's great it's all here oh look at that yeah oh they have the whole white yeah paper dude they paper. have the whole oh, yeah. white paper listed it oh, which was great. it made me it made me laugh my ass off like this is this is what <laughs> <laughs> the church the church a church it's church of the blockchain.com blockchain. yeah. um and oh the pdf they have a download it's oh, funny, beca- yeah. I'd like to see the stats on that, but I've heard that the Jacksonville group requires that people like read the white paper <laughs> <laughs> before they show. before they like start talking like <laughs> it. it's like you're, If you don't, you're forced. Um, but yeah, that's um, great because Jacksonville. It's funny. It's funny Jacksonville because like that's also where the first transaction happened. That's, that's where it happened. That's it's a very spiritual. It is a spiritual. Place. That's where yeah. the Hajj is going to happen in Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? Like I <laughs> can see. If I'm going like, to face like, Jacksonville and like, pray like like, <laughs> once every once every year. We all go to the we all go to the Kaaba like at at, at like uh, 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 Papa John's pizza, yeah. and like every year, once a year, we go dressed in white, and we all order pizza, and like we dress, and we like bow down to it, <laughs> and we say like prayers <laughs> to like we say prayers. To watch you If you send a transaction, you have to face Jacksonville. You must face
2: Jacksonville.
1: Three times a day, you must send a transaction. You, yeah. you, that's right. <laughs> I, so that's I mean I think that's <laughs> 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 do, you th- do you think Jacksonville is the holy the holy grounds of Bitcoin? Because like. This tells me uh, that it is. They seem to so. get it. Yeah, it's it's definitely because uh, what came out of Jacksonville. We have we have uh, the first transaction. We have basically the rare Pepe stuff. Mm-hmm. I think comes out of Jacksonville. I would I would call that. I'd say yeah. Um, it's just we we don't really have like a a, a, a city. I, and like that predates that if i were i would i would offer a bunch of money for the uh for the papa john's pizza Mm. and i'd fill the whole place with cement and just make it a religious structure
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) like
1: (laughs) (laughs) paint it all black (laughs) like you have to walk around it seven times you know something like that yeah like this is where the first pizza transaction was made yeah we'll even it'll you know what it'll be is it'll be a big pizza oven <laughs> <laughs> and every year we make pizza in it for all the like all of the Hajj Hodge like all all goers. So there's a bunch of pi- all bunch of b- old Bitcoiners, Bitcoin people show up. Right, we feed the local people. We, we, we feed everyone. Everyone gets pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we we talk about old tales of Bitcoin. All the, right, we we have people, we have people stand up. They quote they quote the blockchain. Right. They, quote the right. they quote the Bitcoin white paper. Right, they talk about Satoshi's Satoshi's, Satoshi's yes. whole like. They, we have debates. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a weirder version of uh, consen- qu- consensus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well you, have to, you, have to, you have to dress in white, <laughs> and you must you must be baptized while there. Yeah. I, I, dude I think I think that that's a great idea I think that like we could make Jackson and <laughs> and th- The funny thing too is is, is <laughs> I, in uh in Islam they have you've have Shia and, S- and Sunni and they, they Yeah we have, we have we, we have Bitcoin, Bitcoin cash Bitcoin. and Bitcoin, Bitcoin cash, yeah. yeah and Ethereum like <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have a bunch of factions That's so great so like, like uh depending. so we we have people we can war against oh, yeah. I like the idea of like 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 one group trying to genocide the other group in
0: Bitcoin <laughs> 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 for the genocide
1: Right <laughs> That's what happens here you know like uh it's the Kurds and the Iraqis all over again but like Bitcoin Bitcoin cash Yeah, yeah. We we need to start with some small blockchain first. Of course. So maybe maybe the iota people. We'll call for the giants. We'll we'll kill them first.
2: (laughs) 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 This religion—it's not a religion of
1: peace. Blockchains are war. Oh, you know, don't forget that. Exactly. Um. So uh. So there are in fact now SEC. There's SEC guidance that makes things a little bit more clear on ICOs. Which is that if you ran an ICO, you're fucked. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, most likely, because because okay, this was this kind of went hand in hand with the CFTC thing. More government SEC organizations talking about regulation. Chairman Clayton. Uh, uh, I like of the, the SEC. It, I, I, real quick, made uh, oh. some comments. Yeah, Chairman Jay Clayton. Jay. Yes. Clayton. Jay Clayton. Sounds like a Southern boy. It um, does. Yeah. Jay Clayton. Well, for there's a lot of things that he said, uh, and it was very like just because you say you're a security or a currency doesn't mean you are one. Right. I'm sorry. Or just because you say you're a currency doesn't mean you are one. Right. And. He he would say not everything is a security, but he said every ICO I've seen is a security, right? According to him, and basically like even if you think you're okay, we have jurisdiction and like we will enforce Sp- laws, which is very like what we thought. Do you think Marco Santori is gonna like make blockchain do a ICO? Uh, now that he's working there, he I left. Think it, he left. He I left. Think uh, I, Cooley. I, I th- right. He left Cooley. <laughs> he's, he's now the chief legal officer of blockchain. Do you think they're going to continue raising money traditionally like they have been, or do you uh, think they're going to do an ICO? Because I think. They're going to raise money traditionally as they I have. Think they're going to make sure <laughs> they have, it, which is a really funny thing because, like, uh, what does that tell everybody? <laughs> uh, he's basically like, "Yeah, we're not, we're not touching. We're the not doing space. that shit." God well, damn. No. Well, my thought was that that's one of the reasons the, the price of everything went down because because like, it It's a Marco Santori effect. Santori's not advising <laughs> these ICOs anymore. But it did happen basically oh that day. They're like, "Shit."
0: Yeah. <laughs> Like oh god sell sell. Do you think he like called them? Was like
1: I'm leaving Cooley. You gotta sell all of your ICO yeah. tokens. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder. I wonder because like I I don't think that he's going to do an ICO with them because I don't think that he trusts. It's a great idea. I don't yeah, I don't think so either. And I I don't, I don't. They just raised seventy five million. I don't think I, I don't think they want to take on that risk. Like, right. I, and I think he knows that. I I think he's not going to advise them at all. Well, what's if great, he did, I I, be, I do have to I, say I'd like I'd be, Marco like, Santori. Really, I'd be weirdly like I I don't know to what extent Marco Santori caused the current. Uh, sort of uh, environment of ICOs, or, to, or how much he reacted, right? I think that that's a big question for me because if he reacted, he did a great job. He capitalized on it. If he caused it, I, I, uh, God, I, he might be a little in trouble. Like I, I don't know what's going to happen there. It's hard to know what exactly he was saying to these things because, like, what, what was, what was one of the first big like, auger. It was augur. That was augur. Was one of the big first ones that he advised because I, I think of like augur and like factum, but I don't know if he advised factum. I, I'm sure at some at some point he advised factum. He's he's like he's the go to. He was the funnel source for like uh, pantera and everybody else. So like, mm. um, I mean, I don't know who advised omni. Uh, that was like you know one of the first uh ICOs, and then storage. Right. Like I, I'm guessing he probably was involved with storage somehow. So like all of these have been like, you know, everything. all, all roads have led to to Marco. Mm. So now I'm trying to figure out who's going to get the, the the business next, because I think it's it's uh, a Drew von Hinkleju. Oh, Hinkleju, you think yeah. Hinkleju is going to be uh, an ICO guy? Yeah, I think that I think Hinkleju <laughs> is They're going to get all the, the business now. <laughs>
0: Um, down here, like I
1: think that I, I think love that, that. I think
2: that have, <laughs> I think that I think that is great. I think that
1: like the, the market is primed for Hinkle Jew to stand up and become money munching Marco. Like we have a, we have a hole in the market, money munching Marco. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the post of money munching Marco has been vacated by Marco Santori, who the post is named after. Right. So we need someone to step into the money munching Marco post, and I vote uh, Hinkle Jew, the Holocaust denier. I'm very in favor. Yeah, Hinkelju, right. the Holocaust denier, will <laughs> be. <laughs> Your I.C.O. lawyer, Drew Hinklejude, the Hall, <laughs> Costa Nye. I think that that's a uh, it's it's offensive, uh huh, but it might be true, and yeah. you won't know unless you talk to him. So like, right. call Drew Hinklejude. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I do. I do think you know. I I do think that he's a very competent, good lawyer. So like, I I yeah. think that now that like Marcos. I, that said, I, I mean, who knows? Like, who who else is going to step into that spot? I do not know. Yeah. It's a it's a confusing spot. Well, I. I like Drew, he, you know, he came in and we kind of saw we saw him come in. Right. He we he, we he, did, we
0: did see him coming. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, he he started to turn up and uh he was very very He's very very amb- very intensely ambitious, which yes. I I'm I am not. Yeah. Well, and you I'm are definitely, definitely right. not. Right. Like so I, don't, I, I don't I don't do anything. You're like double time lazy. Oh yeah. I can't even believe you fucking show up to this show. Do you believe that? Every day I just kind of figure it. like well, maybe I'll do a <laughs> solo show. Oh, Sean's here. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like oh, I just, I just up, don't plan for it. Like, oh he did it again. Fucking hey Like Sean, I t- you've
1: changed, I took, pr- took pre-workout earlier, and I was like, I gotta go somewhere. And right.
0: Like, that's the only thing I'm not. The only thing I'm Are not you,
1: really are students, about is are you just like snorting cocaine before you come, or what's the deal? It's kind of like snorting cocaine. It's, it's like <laughs> a powder. You take, you know, you take a powder. You're what really is it? Like what protein? No, uh, like pre-workout. Pre-workout. It gives you energy. It gives you. You like do pre-workout before you come. Stuff? I thought when you said when you told me you did pre-workout, I thought you literally meant you worked out before coming. No, I took a pre-workout thing before I came here today. So I was a pre workout is like a pre ICO for your body. Yes. Exactly. I see. So you, 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 you <laughs> pre workout like a pre IC yeah. And I then, see. And that way you're ready to you're ready to pay up. Who's this Peter Van <laughs> Because that's the most like uh like bad guy oh. name I've well, ever seen in my life. I know, right? I don't know who he Hello, is. But Peter van Valkenburgh. His tweet was convenient because he tweeted what Clayman said or Clayton said the chairman. Oh, I see. He was just quoting K- Chairman Clayton. I just lazily took his tweet. No, that's that's a, right. Well, that's that that's a that's sense, a thing right? you because would do. I'm, yeah, you're lazy I'm as fuck. I'm not gonna like pull the actual thing out. Oh man. wow. That's a I mean that's a very reasonable position Chairman Clayton. I, I here's the thing. I think that people think that there is something new mm-hmm. uh, medium-wise to this ICO, but there isn't. Mm-hmm. It's just that like you haven't let the, the regulators get their minds around exactly what it is. And what they're going to do after a couple like months, year, two years, is they're going to look at these ICOs and they're going to go, oh, Oh those are just commodities or those are just uh, securities or those are they're going to fit into something mm-hmm. that we already have. And the reason is is because there's no re- like the reason we have those categories is to describe things that just kind of arose naturally. Mm-hmm. And so you're not inventing something new, you're inventing just what already has existed. Mm-hmm. All you've done is like given it a new medium. You're you're moving it out of I don't know an exchange or something like that. And maybe that is a little different, but like the way it's going to be regulated I assume is going to be very very similar. Mm. Do you think okay? Because all these, most of these ICOs, if they if, let, let's say they start regulating them soon, most of these are on Ethereum. Well, they're already regulated. So that's that's the thing people don't get. Like, well, everything. Stop th- saying well, things know, aren't regulated, yeah. peoples. Because like, if you do an ICO and you're a fucking American, you're going to get arrested for securities fraud. Right. If you like, I I assume at some point, or you're going to get fined, whatever the punishment is. Um, it's not. It's it's like it's real deal. Like that ain't that ain't s- that ain't what, small potatoes. What if when the initial like. These new regulations come in. They are really targeted at ICOs, like on Ethereum, for example. Like, let's say they actually word it in a way that makes it seem like if it was this, this was on Ethereum, or this was on a certain way. I I think that I think that there's enough that there's that have been on other chains that they are not going to word it in a way that only limits uh, them to go after Ethereum. Do you think? Do you think there'll be more creative uses of like how to do an ICO? Like do, think, like, do you think? Like, do you think? Like, do you think? Like, there's gonna be like, weird, I don't know. Like, like I, I wouldn't. I, I'm waiting for a darknet market to do an ICO. That's that's the thing that I've like mm. really been surprised hasn't seemed to happen. Like, w- if I were a darknet market, I would say like we're providing equity, and then I would do just a uh, like this would be my final thing before an exit mm. scam, and then I would do an ICO, and then I would take all that money and then exit scam and be like, haha, you get zero. Yeah, that would be my last act. Well, imagine if Alpha Bay was actually thinking about that before they got taken that uh, would have been uh, hilarious because because th- that fbi hit last year really did a number it of fucked I up things. everything so it kind of like put a uh, a downturn to all, a lot of these dark markets for, right. the for, for the time being where some of the bigger ones may have like to me to me like that's the thing like th- these icos don't usually need uncensorability they don't mm-hmm. um and the only re like d- to me as i watch icos do their shit all that it proves to me is that classifying investors is a really important thing for governments to do. So, you know, discussing things as, like, qualified investors is a really important thing because those people are supposed to be the ones that have enough money to lose and aren't going to go and just, like, I don't know, rob a uh, a fucking gas station because they can't feed their kids this month, right? That's, That's why you have that distinction. Not because that person's smart, but because, frankly um you, you have know, like they can just take on that risk <clears throat> like right and, and the other thing is just like i think this is the thing that's not really often talked about the the way the barrier to becoming a, a qualified investor that's what it's called right qualified or i don't remember but I think like it's qualified yeah, yeah is you literally sign a piece of paper saying that your net worth is like over a million bucks right that's it so that simple like barrier to entry has prevented people from becoming uh, c- becoming like a classed investor um, and I, I admire that. That that is all that was needed, basically, to m- make a majority of people not, you know, to really think twice about like investing in like bullshit stuff. Whereas at these ICOs, everybody's getting in, mm-hmm. everybody, and it's a problem because they're generally just scams. You know, where where the where where's like what's Bancor doing? We're, 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 they're the ones that raise so much goddamn money. Like what where are they? What are they doing? I think they're just <laughs> hanging around. You I think mean, they're just hanging around? I don't think they're. I don't think they've gone away. Um, in fact, uh, some of the Ethereum, the, uh, basically there was some funny Ponzi shit going on. And, uh, I think, uh, basically some Ethereum dev was like, I'm going to do a proof of concept that didn't actually implement this, but on the testnet was like, I'm going to build a Ponzi smart contract. And I think he used some of the, like, I think he was inspired by <laughs> Bancor's <laughs> because ba- Bancor does that really weird thing where they, they try to like, uh, they, they try to, base their tokens like value or base like things right their value on they're providing like weird liquidity i'm, I'm looking at right. this here it's it's a it's a project built by children so i can't wait for like the first attack vector on that oh yeah well there are, there's there's been a number of attack vector i mean like like you can front run things you can i'm um, Bancor. Uh, yeah great that i mean that ha- that came out a while ago like, like i thought I that was before it was like i'm kind of a fan like of this guy but emin good was like <laughs> the first to like he he wrote a whole thing about like this is why Bancor is really bad and he listed a bunch of things and i think we talked about that previously a little bit um I just, you know, I, I've just been holding cuz it doesn't matter how bad it is right so. Um but uh some of these ethereum smart so basically like there was that proof of weak hands coin which was a funny proof of we joke. Can. Uh and it was but it was using that it was using that smart contract implementation right. where like the value of it was was being adjusted according to like the supply and like how many people were buying in and out um which is a terrible, <coughs> you know, uh <laughs> Well, that's it's just a game, right? It's terrible to like set the price of your your token, obviously, because that's just not how it works. I think it's hilarious. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like these these you know bank wars still around. These things are still around. Um, I don't know, like being accredited or oh, accredited investor, I think is the right word, right? Accredited. That's accredited. right. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I I, keep, I, I um, can never remember what it's called. It's also like you know, <laughs> if somebody has a net worth of a million dollars, like if like let's say they did end up losing it all. Like you're also talking to somebody who might have the ability to make that back again because or they like now because they're just they, they've, they've they've definitely proven
0: themselves.
3: Right.
1: Or or they had point. family money and like they have at least a support base. Like, I mean, it's not a perfect rubric, but like it's better than like letting any, any homeless guy like put his money into these ICOs. Or like, you know, the, the, the thing that really bothers me are the the Hail Mary retirement planners, where they're mm. just like, they throw their money at every fucking scam because they're like desperate because mm. they want to retire and they just can't. So what do they do? They spend the, like the remaining years of their life mm. basically throwing their money down toilets trying to get rich. And it never works. Right. Didn't work their whole life. It doesn't work now. It's mm. never going to work. They're like throwing it at risky things and never and, and wondering why every single time they throw it at something, it doesn't like pan out. And they think that at one point, one of these things has to pan out, but it never does. Mm-mm. Yeah. and and those people are you know uh, like uh i mean i mean yeah like you even said like they 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 really want to retire why well they they're not happy with their life like they're not happy with like their work what they do they think retirement's a good idea which i'd I'd argue is arguable um and uh they just can't you know but that's that's how people are you know and a lot of people in society are like that a lot of people uh, you know, we, we have friends, family that are like that, right? And uh, you know, it's it's you can you can argue for free markets all you want, but like these are people that are going to make decisions that are going to be really costly for them, and it's just not what they want. Like, I, I really love I love this Ponzi coin, by the way. So, what was it called? P o w h? It was proof of weak hands coin. <coughs> proof. <of> so <laughs> this was this was created by like fortune people because they were basically like uh, <laughs> proof. So okay, proof of weak. Hands. Pans. So okay, it's it's literally like the Ponzi mechanism is built into the smart contract. Right. So the earlier you get in, the more the more you money get, you make. And every time, every su- subsequent buyers, you get uh, they 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 pay a fee, and you get a proportion of that. until fee. it collapses. Until it collapses. <laughs> well, this collapsed <laughs> in a different way, right? Because <laughs> Ethereum, because because writing and so- because Solidity sucks and smart, you know, right. ri- it Sucks. So, uh, whoever. Like I, I I literally think it was like a script kitty that like copied and pasted that other guy's code. Right, that's hilarious. They did implement <laughs> some of the lo- like <laughs> and they fucked it up and somebody was able to take all the money out. Um, oh, you mean this code sucks? Yeah. Ah, which is so it, it blew up and but not in the way I think they they anticipated. But um, so so basically like in this this article right that you have up kind of talks about like the whys of how it right. happened, which it's kind of boring. Mm. But the point is they were like the person was able to extract like everything from like all of the tokens. And sell so at least some of them and get some ether, right? Great. Um, they also did a shadow proof of weak hands coin on the site, so they edited the HTML. Where if you like, if you looked at it, you'd see that there was actually another one. Um, but <laughs> but 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 they fucked that one up too. And one of the investors <laughs> in that shadow I- uh, that shadow proof of weak hands coin threatened the devs and said like, if you don't like, like basically like it was like there was a fuck up within the fuck up, right? And now, but here's this he is like parody all over again, but in and, and like, better. oh, no way. So now there's can't get better than, than that. that. Apparently, there's new, there's now this model is like, oh, this is hilarious. Let's keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, the Ponzi scheme model. And, there's yep. a Ponzi and it's just fucking gambling. I can't, can't name names, but there may or may not be some projects to facilitate uh, the tracking of all of these new Ponzi coins. These new, yeah, these new, these new innovative <laughs> coins on <laughs> Ethereum that are going like, but what's hilarious? Imagine if like there's a lot of copies and. Like everybody is like, oh, let's just do like the latest Ponzi token. It's like hot, it's hot right. potato, right? Well, like I mean, it it's, like it's it's fine. Like fine, the, the whole world can be Ponzi schemes. Like we've already we've already agreed to that apparently with like all of these like coin companies that are like not making money. Mm-hmm. Um, fine. Like it's it's very funny because like it gives into the it gives into sort of the perient interest of like individuals, right? This is just financial pornography. Mm. That's all that you're experiencing here is is a bunch of people like having having like. You know, masturbating financially in public. Right. It's a. It's embarrassing, but like I, I, I think it's hilarious to watch. Oh yeah. It's fun for us because like we see what's going on, but, but like, but but but, but it's and so what it very well turns into it, it, it's gambling. Like right. It's, and it's games and it's fun. So like, m- like that that that's what like, uh, uh, you know, a few years ago when we started seeing some of these game based projects. Yeah. Uh, like you know like the Counterparty or whatever. Today, like I, I think the gaming shit is 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 like because that's what this is. Like I think gaming is gonna be a really big thing here. Uh, also, but, but because gaming, of like, but gaming is not a way that people necessarily like think of like a traditional well, video game. I, you know, it's here's it's a very like weird nebulous area of like people playing for those hits of like very ups soon. And downs very soon, you're gonna see know. like in in like any of these. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see like multi sig wallets crop up in like games where you can start making bets on teams that you know that that win or lose, mm-hmm. right? And there's gonna be servers that I, I, like I, I could see this particular. With lightning network being set up, um, where you're just opening bonds and you know trading coins, and uh, someone is basically taking a small output for like, um, for like managing that service. Okay. That would be like I, I don't know why eSport gaming like betting has not like taken off on Bitcoin, but it, I guarantee it will because mm. it's so fucking easy. Yeah. Like it's gonna be easier. Like you can't like put your credit card money in there, and th- this would be perfect. Mm-hmm. And 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 not just that. Like everyone loves. Everyone, like, Bitcoin is the medium of exchange areas. Like, this is a young kids' group. Um, The people playing these esports, they are right in the demographic of people that, like, understand and know Bitcoin. Right. Yeah. So you could definitely see that being bigger bigger. I bet you but the is is it, Miami guys are going to, like, take that project over at some point. That would be exactly what they should do. I can see that happening. Yeah. Because those guys are, yeah, that could definitely happen. But isn't... Isn't there some legislation coming around to like legalize gambling in a certain? Sure, but even gambling? even so, like this is one of, like but that's part of that's how r- like regulations work because right. like when they, when they make something more legal and they, they, they they're just changing the regulations. Well, I think that Bitcoin has like destroyed the ability of, of uh, regulators to like regulate uh, you know, offshore gambling at this point. It used to be that they could do it through like remittance company regulation, mm-hmm. but they can't do that anymore. By the way, speaking of remittance companies, do you know when uh, Western Union uh, sent their last telegram? I found this out this week. Oh, so the last, like... Uh, the like last t- telegram. I bet it was, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. Really? It was, like, 2006. It was, like, more recent than people would it, it, think. Right. Okay. I, 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 was, I was asking why uh, to someone that works at Western Union. They were saying, well, they had government contracts that required telegrams. So they, they sent their last telegram, like, in 2006. I think it was probably, like, this is Western Union's last telegram or something like that. But, yeah, they, like, they, they it were was sending telegrams until, was like, 2006 it was probably, like, <laughs> it was mandated. It wasn't like anybody was actually, like, using the telegram. Maybe. I don't know. Like, like probably like, it was mandated. Like, but they had contracts open until then. Um, so th- huh. they pivoted to, like, remittance a long, long time ago. But, like, telegrams were what they started out as. And uh, the last telegram they sent was, like, 2006. Yeah. Huh. Mind-blowing, yeah? Yeah, it is. Well, it's kind of like when you blew my mind when you said when McDonald's started accepting credit cards. Oh, yeah. Oh, th- you were surprised by that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, I, I bet a lot was of people it, here don't remember like, that. It was, it was like, like uh, 1998, 2002. Something like that. It was, like, you yeah know, and I was like it might have been God. later actually cuz I'm thinking about like it might have been like yeah let's look um but it was it was really fucking late uh I remember when I was a kid and like you didn't pay with like credit cards at McDonald's you just didn't and and they were always like a famous case study cuz they were an all cash business forever mm. Right, people. Well, I, I don't remember the exact, but I can I can see like my grandparents being like a little kid, like November. out their okay. checkbook for a lot McDonald's of McDonald's plan to accept plastic. Uh, in th- so this article, McDonald's plans to accept plastic. This is on CNN Money. Uh, its date was November 26, two thousand two. Wow, that was when they announced that they were planning on doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and, and I mean like that's to be fair like that is a, at like a corporate uh, level where maybe like franchisees were doing it or something. No, I don't think so. Oh, I mean, so people it was have like claimed this, but like my whole life, I, I grew up like like you know McDonald's did not accept credit cards. They just didn't. It was a cash business. You could even remember those like McDonald's bucks you could buy as a kid, um, and you always paid cash. It was like not even a second thought. Or you wrote checks. Remember yeah. the days when you wrote checks? Yeah. Like, what's funny to me is that that's a completely gone era, I think. Like, no one has written a check in 15 years. Right. My dad bought this whole thing called Bankit. Where I had to learn how to write checks in order to like, uh, you know, become an I adult. I remember that. Yeah. Well, my I, I wrote checks to the bank of dad. When I became, when I got my first bank account, my mom's like, "Are you, are you not like tracking all your like purchases in your in your bank? Right. And you're your like, you don't fucking do that, mom. She's you're like, like what, she's like, you fucking it? hand over your card and the bank balances it for you, bitch. Well, I was like, mom, like all of the transactions are being tracked by like, yeah, by the day. like you don't need. I can log into anymore. my account. Like I don't I don't need to I don't need <laughs> to keep my own ledger. Like, I can log <laughs> into my account, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't need to do that anymore. I don't need to like in order to get this. I don't have to like call the bank or like go into a branch to get like a printout of my like money right right and that's uh, you know that's wonderful like and getting it getting a check is like a very inconvenient thing until recently where you can out, well, not, not
0: recently, you can you like can do it on your phone you're right, like oh okay yeah. like
1: right remember that though like when that was an innovation is like you get to take a picture of the check. Like, god damn it a check have to go to the fucking bank right but, like you don't have to anymore right you can do it from your phone yeah you just hold on to the check for a few days make sure it clears and then you're good yeah it's wonderful we live in an amazing world <laughs> it is it really is it's like because like Well, think about how money has changed in the last 15 years alone, right? Like the ability to do things like take a like people don't understand that that is in fact financial innovation. Mm-hmm. Taking pictures of your phone of a check on your phone and and sending this like shitty financial instrument to your bank so that they can assess the validity of the financial instrument that you just took a picture of and the validity of the signatures and the validity of you know whatever account you're pulling money from and then they move those funds and they settle them mm-hmm. and they they do that with enough f- a small enough amount of fraud that they're comfortable having everybody do this. Right. Mind blowing. Yeah. So it it, it 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 like it it's happened slower. I guess it's happened over time where like people aren't waking up and be like, oh my god, it's amazing. You know, like it, it everybody kind of just comes to the conclusion. Well, checks of just like what checks, checks just disappeared. Like w- checks didn't like disappear one day. They disappeared gradually. Right. Like really, really slowly. Yeah. Um. And so like one day, like I, I remember one time I just think like I haven't written a check in like two years. Holy shit. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, a choice. No, it was just I, like nobody ever took... I, I remember gradually... I, 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 w- well, I'm not going to go into details, but I have, I have a monthly payment that the people are living, you know, they live li- in the 90s. So right. I those well, that's, I mean, that's the thing. So, like, like check. I have a writing... I, I think most I like. people write checks uh, just for their rent. So, like, I get. Yeah. I have checks. They're Betty Boop checks. Mm-hmm. Um, I got oh. them because, <laughs> like, I wanted to, like, make it <laughs> embarrassing for the person receiving them. i was like, all right, I'll get the most embarrassing checks. Can you... Can you,
3: can you put... I was like, like be, just like restrictions, restrictions on, on I, can... I,
1: I agree, but I don't like, know. Like, I was just just get, like, just checks giant porn dicks yeah. or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> like, giant, like like spread <laughs> open assholes, right. like Goatsy checks. Right. That'd be like Goatsy oh, checks. That's you know what? what? That'd be a great service. Yeah. I don't think that there are restrictions on, like, I think you can have a valid check uh-huh. and it can have anything on it. Like, why not? Oh, like, do vulgarchecks.com. Yeah. That'd be Buy that domain right now, Sean. Yeah. Right now. Find out what the restrictions are because that would be like. Like you could right. do a service where you send people like money on on vulgar checks. Yeah. And like, well, like, what's wrong with it? I totally want to pay There's my There's a rent. fucking <laughs> asshole. Like oh, gaping <laughs> opened up. You're like, yeah, yeah but like, you, maybe you shouldn't accept checks anymore. Right. But it's a valid check. That's the check you get. It's signed. It's that's good. That's it's fine. You, so have if to you don't that. like this? Then you, you don't gotta, like it. Then you gotta then find another way right. To, I, I don't pay know because that's this like I paid you. you. That is in fact the payment of the money. sorry about that. I want to do that. Yeah. Can you please do gaping or vulgarchecks.com is like a great idea. <laughs> stop! Stop having your landlord accept checks. Make him accept credit cards you by sending him a vulgar check. <laughs> so it oh wait, wait, hold on, hold is on. It, is it there? Does it, does it exist? Two thousand eight. Man gets disorderly conduct charged for writing vulgar message on, uh, <laughs> on Well, that's a vulgar but message. That's a message. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to. I'll have to look at this a little bit later. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't really see. Anything. I don't think there's anything illegal about that. You just show them a goat sex. Well, because uh, like, who would ever do that? I you right I think that's a, I think Sean that that's well, a great business th- for a camboy I think it is. I think yeah. like, you, like what you'll so do is like if, if someone if, if you if I'll somebody like, right <laughs> what you do you, what you do is you have people send you cashiers checks in order to make sure that the settlement happens right uh-huh. or Bitcoin you could do it with Bitcoin Oh yeah yeah, you take Bitcoin and once it settles, you can write a check uh, to whatever they want it to be done and the goal is to get that person to stop accepting checks right. This is a great business. I it think is. you could make a lot of money for like two years. Oh yeah, <laughs> 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 just even the novelty of it. Like I'll send a check for you. It'll be this, is, this uh, is, it'll, it'll be, be a, a great fina- check. We do a lot of this is, this this is financial fin- things This, this is fintech.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is
1: anal <laughs> fintech. <laughs> and then I could go around and be like, I run a fintech company. Be like, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> think, can we? Can the pampa Pam fund this?
2: Yes. Yeah, I think, yeah, we I can. think that that's a great. I, 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 think,
1: <laughs> I think I can change some numbers on on my on my on my notepad, and we'll have an investment. Is, 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 <laughs> the is the Pampa Pamp just an eagle uh, instance, like a credit, like it's a it's a spreadsheet filled with like whose money is whose? For the most part, <laughs> <laughs> on a good day, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. So apparently, there's project. There's problems at the MyEtherWallet headquarters. Yeah. This do they this have headquarters? Or they just like just working in coffee shops. I feel like it's a guy who like you know bit off more than he could chew it, and like his project got really big, and then it was like, oh fuck, I need a team. of Dude, people. it's amazing. The insert. In like, I see this all something. the time. Whenever are they? I feel, I don't know, Asia's popping into my head. Hong Kong like is my favorite city. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Have you ever been to Hong Kong?
0: <laughs> I haven't been to Hong Kong. <laughs> so I'm going to start calling it Hong Kong. It's just, Hong Kong is what it's called.
1: Like yeah. It's very funny to me. That's never taken off, but like it's definitely Hong Kong. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I didn't know they were in Hong Kong. So the Mew wallet, what's going on there? Oh well, so the dev, uh, th- <laughs> basically their their Twitter handle just randomly changed one day from my.
0: Hong Kong.
1: Their their Twitter handle changed from like the my Ether wallet to like Coin something, and like okay. everybody following them was like, uh, what the fuck? Why did Twitter change? And the dev he he just posted something in our Ethereum saying. Look, uh, back when my Ether wallet started really taking off, um, that may or may not even be it. I don't know. Oh, this is really funny. Do you, do you see? Do you get this? This is a joke? Oh, Mew like Mewtwo. Well, yeah. that's Mewtwo though. But Mew is also one that seems. Well, to there's me also that, Mew. Yeah. So well, it but should. Yeah, they definitely. They're, they, their their, he their fucked, Twitter he thing he fucked here, has, up, though, because it should be Mew, not Mewtwo. Of course, I agree. Uh, you, you, when you played, you played red and blue, right? Of course. So you did the little cheat where you get Mew. No, right? no. I actually went to a uh, Nintendo event and was given an official Mew. I have little, like... Oh, that's rare. Oh, dude. I have... That's a rare I Mew. Have oh, it's a rare Mew. I have, like, official, like, uh, certificates from the uh-huh. Nintendo event um, but, you know, the problem with that is, like, since then, my Pokemon game has been reset.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, more we'll Because the, <laughs> the battery
1: dies after a certain amount of time. So, like, what can you do? Right. And yeah. And, and somebody, you know, at some point, you accidentally oversaved that file. and lost I did not oversave that file. Like, that, like oh. I just went back from college and it was like, you're, you're, he's gone. Fuck you. Well, you learn you learn those, and my little later brother later. was like, "This is my game now." So like, he, you know, I don't know what the fuck even <laughs> so happened to those games, review. but um, yeah. So, so my ether wallet. Uh, I, I, by the way, I put them oh, yeah. on gold paper. It was so pretty. Like I, I spent. I was such a gay kid, <laughs> 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 and I mean that in the, the least offensive way. So, um, but yeah, uh, but sorry, um, uh, so he said that he brought on some, He, he was basically like, "Look, I'm a dev. Uh, I don't do business things, and this wallet's taking off, and I need help with it." He brought on somebody, I think it was a chick, and I think she's fucking him over because I think she's like taking over certain things of Mew. And uh, somebody also produced what might be a lawsuit against her. Okay. Um, it sounds like the guy that's mainly being in charge of this project, I, I think he's, uh, I think he has his fight out the door to leave the MyEtherWallet, uh, thing completely because this wallet is is huge for, for anybody listening who hasn't like been. Uh, shit corny and speculate on this stuff. You got a shit one. Like the, the My Ether Wallet like interface over time has been it's revolutionary <laughs> because <laughs> the last th- when I logged on, um, if you were a new user, you had to go through pages and pages of clarification of like this, this is this not is risky. A, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of scams. Don't you know, don't uh, make sure we have sure nothing to do with make them. Make sure this is the right URL when you log on. Um, this isn't my Ether you like you know all this all this like because because it's been like the I, I could you imagine like you're on there like oh, shit I, I started out on are you yeah oh god <laughs> so, all your, so you keep logging in on that one because that's where all your shit's at but <laughs> it's it, it it's been one of the, like the pivotal. Uh, Cause like, it, like someone like, started, like like a scam area. Yeah, because like not only are you getting scammed by the ICO, but now you're getting scammed by people who are trying to scam you from being in the ICO. Well, I mean, I remember the my, my favorite thing was like when during these ICOs early on, I remember in the slacks, like everyone would go through them and be like, "Join my, you know, send me your my Ether wallet private right. key," and like, uh, like, like. Log in over here to my ether wallet, yeah, and then all of a sudden your money would just be gone in your my ether wallet, right? And they only needed like one or two people to do that. Oh, yeah, I well, loved those scams, those are my favorite scams because they were so fucking easy. And these people are pretending to be the leaders of the project, yeah. Like and we're in this project been, that's been a big thing on Twitter lately, like so. All of the big people like McAfee, Vitalik, uh, Satoshi Light, uh, they'll tweet something and then immediately under it, it'll look exactly right. like them, and they'll be like, Hey guys, <laughs> I'm giving away like. Five ETH. Yeah. If you send me point 0.2 ETH to this address, right. I'll send you back five ETH. Five ETH. Yeah, because if you send ether from your Mew wallet, for example, to one of these ICOs, that's how you get into right. the ICO. So people are very used to sending money towards an address because, of course, th- and yeah. it's been a it's been a hilarious <laughs> like thing. <scamping>. Like,
2: <laughs> oh, dude, I love this <laughs> shit.
1: It's so funny to me because like it, it's it's like we've seen this so many times, mm-hmm. and like it's I, I you know, I, I don't want to say that I'll never be scammed again. Because like I will be, it's just it's I, like I'm I'm an idiot, but like yeah. it's 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 a lot harder to scam me now than it was five years ago, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ten, even ten years ago. Like ten years ago, I probably would have like thrown my money at almost anything. Yeah. Um. Now I just throw it at Pepe's. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's harder to scam me with things that aren't really like obvious scams at this yeah. point. Well. Um. You know, and I I want to, to be, there, to, there are th- things I want to be scammed by like Pepe. Yeah. Well, right. I, I think it'd be funny to get scammed by something and learn, like, like, like you don't, like, you gotta, like, basically, like, uh, what if, <laughs> what if there's like, a, like, like, uh, you want to, g- it's kind of like getting, like, you want to see like where the vulnerabilities are in your securities, so you want to see where the vulnerabilities are in your ability to, like, like, understand what, what is a scam, what's not, right. but even that is like stupid because like if you are going to get scammed, like, there's no way to really know like if you're, like, like. Like if you're gonna get scammed or not, right, uh, right. But like I know, <laughs> you know, um, I think like you know the the rules, for example, are a good model to oh keep yeah. in mind for how not to get scammed. Or I've, I've really, to I gotta it. say, like I've I've grown to really appreciate the scammy banking industry. Right, because like I, I I didn't realize it before, but like there's there's a lot of reasons the banking industry ended up in the configuration it's in. Mm-hmm. But I like very much. That it is just like it, it, th- I'm amazed by the configuration it's in, mm. right, so, so in, in uh you mean like uh like banking and what or just like, ch- like, like like the fact that you like put your money into a bank account and mm. like they hold on to it mm. at a at, at a cost of zero dollars. Like, mm. they store your value, which is, like, the hardest thing in the world. And we have this massive infrastructure, uh, infrastructure to, like, support the storing of your value. And, like, your money doesn't really disappear. And everyone's always like, well, what, what happens when a bank makes a mistake? I'm like, that's never happened. Like, even if it does happen, it's so minute, usually. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so, it's on rare occasion. they are the exceptions. Usually, you can show the bank that it wasn't, like, it, it's their mistake because they have a ledger. Um, not a nano, not a ledger nano, but, like, a real ledger. Mm-hmm. Um, And they're willing to, like, uh, you know, they will. They have insurance, and they'll replace your money if, like, they fuck up. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just an amazing infrastructure where we have all sorts of incredible protections that keeps banks from going under. When they do go under, it protects consumers. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, like, value just gets held really, really efficiently. It's amazing. Mm. I can't believe how amazing it is. Like, think of another service where you, like, store something, and you 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 get to store it for free. And uh, there's this Google idea Drive. nowadays. Well, it's funny because, like, yeah, right, Google <laughs> well, <laughs> Drive. Because I, I, I pay for it. Like, yeah. But, like, libertarians fucking yeah. complain about fucking banks because they're, like, the banks are evil. And then I see them complain about, like, fees at banks, right? Mm. And I'm sitting there, like, you know, libertarians complain about, like, people getting, um, getting health care for free, right? And that's a big, bad thing. But they also complain uh, about the fact that the bank doesn't want to provide this service, which is holding their value for free. Mm. So like, th- there's entitlement all over, mm. and the bank is amazing because of like th- the cheapness with which they do the activity they do. Yeah, it's a mind blowing. Yeah, they have the hardest job in the world. They do have well the hardest. Like it's <laughs> right harder than being a police officer. Yeah, <laughs> or a mom.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> <I'm> everything's everything's.
1: <laughs> like, it's not a hard job when half the world. Gets everything's <laughs> harder. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything's harder than being a mom. Everything's harder than being a mom. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, but but holding. Do you ever quantify? Like I I like to do that. Like when people say like I have the hardest job in the world. I'm a mother, and I'm like like I quantify it. Like okay, so like a forty thousand dollar year made. Uh, you know, like you know, a few hours of work a day, maybe thirty five dollars a week for laundry. Uh, so you you do a job worth like fifty five thousand bucks. Yeah. That like stops it. That that offends everyone. No. (laughs) Um, But no, like. You got to price that, you know? Yeah, you got to price that. You got to figure out, like, what is the value of your work? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I I, I generally like. um, I find it difficult, like, personally to like want to be like a stay at home mom Mm. as as a transgendered woman myself. Mm. No. I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel like good about myself doing that. Um, Even a stay at home dad, I wouldn't love. Like, I wouldn't love being that. Well, I definitely want to want to be that. Fuck that. But, like, if I had, like, let's say I grow up one day and actually, like, have a family or something. That like won't that, happen. Um, Yeah, probably not. Well, the uh, growing up part. Like, maybe having a family, like, with your promiscuousness, I could see. You probably already do have a family, to be honest. You well, have, like, five or six kids. When people ask me if I have kids, I'm like, not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if I had a wife and she wanted to stay home. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Well, it's it's a hard question because, like, I, I don't. I don't hate that, but like I, I just it wouldn't be for me. Like yeah. the like the, the configuration of like a family is like a really really hard question. But like I, I I I hate the smugness of like I'm a mother, the hardest job in the world. I'm like fuck that, yeah. fuck that. No, being like a nuclear scientist is a harder job. Yeah, But a There's the higher stakes. Yeah, <laughs> or like doing or doing like yeah, like being a nuclear scientist or you know, uh, piloting a ship and piloting space. a ship. Yes, or like you know some is of these the jobs. jason jason sybert has a much harder job when he's like doing these races yeah oh yeah <laughs> 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 or like or like or just things that are really hard that like few people can do like like high level risk analysis yeah like, like shit like that you're or right like though 50 of the world <laughs> is yeah true. like it can't be that hard if you know oh i bet there's so many people really mad right now oh yeah yeah it's like fuck you sean shut we'll, up it's we'll not like women listen to the shows no 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 Oh my god! Um, so th- y- there's a lot of gamers who are like on Reddit, like complaining a lot. I've those, been those scarcity this. of like GPUs. So like on some of the Reddits, like uh, like our technology, for example, there's a Bitcoin story about the price, and the first comment I see is like, "Fuck, fuck Bitcoin!" You know, uh, call me when Nvidia's Nvidia has GPU, uh, yeah, G- uh, GPUs and stock, because. And this goes... Remember we talked about this a while ago? Yeah. It was like, this is this is a stupid story. No, they fucking bullshit. Y- oh, no. Are they really are, are, are they really? Yeah, they're fucking... They are it. everyone's mining? Like, yes. is that really what's going on? Yes. And gamers can't get their... Yes. G- which is... The amazing. cost of <laughs> GPUs is, like, way up right now. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, like... But what... What
0: are they? What are they? Are what, what? mining? Are they, mining? Mining. Are they mining, mining Ethereum? Like is this? Is I, this? I, I
1: think it's. I think wh- it's script coins. I think that Ethereum can't be mined on G, on on these like GPUs anymore. Because like I should know that, but I don't. Yeah, because like, it's too yeah. big to be held in memory, as far as I understand. Um, that was what the like Venezuelan miner said to me. So like they're mining other things. They're things like Zcash and shit. Because mm. I mean, there's so many now that could easily be potentially being mined.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean It's a script algorithm. So it's like picking, so
1: it's picking a, uh, w- it's picking, auto-picking the, like, one to mine, right? Mm-hmm. That's what these, like, script script miners do. So I don't know. Like, it, it's a very weird thing. I'm trying to figure out, like, what I'd like to know is whether it's Americans mining or if it's, like, Venezuelans mining. Because mm. um, I, I, I guarantee there's a bunch of these things being exported, right? Yeah. Uh, and it seems like, you know, from your conversation with that one guy that they're, uh you know there's there just a situation where it actually makes sense to get those those uh those GPUs and actually you know get, get well he get, seems get to denied. like he or, seems or, to think or, so or, or at least there's places where you know um it's just making sense to do but like i don't like but we know over time like that's just not like those people aren't going to be profitable like well i was talking to someone I mean, about it you're, you're, this week you're, and you're I, like, betting so, okay. on your coin going so up. i've been so talking like, to, i've been talking to this girl Mm, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. um uh, this this girl uh who she's a, i think she's a former journalist i don't know really what she does now i think she just um probably like does nothing right mm-hmm. uh is she a mom <laughs> 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 well done that's, that's worth the high five um so like uh she she was she was saying that her boyfriend is mining and he's profitable and i was like no he's not it's no. definitely not profitable you're like oh he's a mathematician he can do he's he knows and i'm like no he's not if it, here's the thing ladies and gentlemen um not that i care that much but like i think like if you're profitable on one of these like rigs congratulations you've achieved something absolutely incredible um it seems to me that like payoff is like six months to 12 months so you you probably aren't actually profitable. You just think that you are because like you got something fast now, and you haven't accounted for the fact that like difficulties adjust, right? Or, uh, or you're stealing electricity, right? And I like that one because it's it, it's uh it, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, like, your landlord won't like it for more than a couple months. Right. Because it's like, where, where are you mining this? Oh, you're, your you're apartment sti- building right. that you rent from? Right. You're your stealing, office building? You're stealing electricity from somebody. So, like, right. here's the thing. If someone finds out you're stealing um, electricity and, like, they find out what you're doing, I, I don't, like, this. You, no matter what... These leases say it's probably going to be very difficult for you to win in court Mm -hmm. because it's unreasonable. Like nobody knew that like there was going to be an energy sucking vacuum machine that was going to be invented and run a thing called like a run a machine called the blockchain. Right. And uh, so like uh, courts are going to have a lot of trouble I think with this and some people are going to get sued. Yeah. And it'll be weird. Yeah. So good luck to you. It's going (laughs) to be a weird thing. Yeah. Because like if you were mining some of this shit a few months ago before like everything shot up in price. Um, you know, that's probably how they're basing like, if they if they think they made gains on paper, that's probably what they're basing it off of. Okay, Sean. So here's the thing, and yeah, real quick, the, the in, just to, to move points. The entire yeah. point of the Pam and Pam, we wanted to be able to get into lawsuits when like people do class actions against these like ICOs, right? Sure. That was like the nine ninety percent. Just have fun. Yeah. With the lawsuits, of course. Um. So tell me that we got into the protium, uh I failed. I, oh I didn't fuck! Use, I had no idea about this one. This is the funniest one. A, it's the pe- a, It's the penis one. It's a
0: penis. <laughs> 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 they just they just took all the money.
1: It's it so funny, but penis. it was it was it was a hippie ass fucking coin. It was made to scam hippies. To put like vegetable Oh on the yeah, blockchain. yeah. It was groceries on the blockchain, and it was like vegan shit, which is and, a like, great
0: community to scam.
1: Well, did you did you see? It was so funny. Did you see like the pictures that people were posting? Uh, I, I don't Th- think there I were did. all these like little girls like posting like in their, like I love Proteum. You know, because it was like produce on the blockchain. So they were like obsessed with the fact that it was like going to be like, you know, weird and uh, fucking, you know, like produce, (laughs) like organic produce on the blockchain. Mm. You know, farmers will probably get their due finally. And like what happens is this company just blatantly just like exit scammed. Mm. And when they did, they left a note on their site that just says the word penis. (laughs) (laughs) Which 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 is so so (laughs) funny. (laughs) It's so funny. Like can you imagine logging on? Like, well, like, like oh, I wonder how my protein like, made like, I want I wanna like, like <laughs> know when they when they when they when they planned this, We're like, okay, look, we're gonna launch Proteum. Yeah. And then at the end we're gonna <laughs> put a message on the site, just the word penis. Yeah. Like I wanna know how long the planning was. Like, did they plan that from the beginning or was Oof. that like a last minute decision right. that a dev's like, I'm gonna write penis on there? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, like it seems to me that or this was like obvious this was an obvious scam. Yeah. Um, and I don't know who scammed who, mm-hmm. right? Who got scammed? Was it like d- did these people that put money into it get scammed, or did they scam themselves? And the guy just like like ta- like did he take a trash can and be like, "Here's a thing you want," and like just collected their their tithes? Because I think that that was a tithe to the Church of Blockchain more than anything. I think so too. And the penis definitely, uh, you know, kind of solidifies that. It's that's correct. R- it's it's like t- they were like, "I'm out." Yeah. See, ya. thank you guys. Hold well on, goodbye. Um, th- that's the thing. Which like, is funny about some of these <clears throat> ideas that are so like like. Like, well, blockchain is just a repository I I for your hopes and fears that's that's all it is it's just like come into me yeah. and i i shall blockchain all of your problems you know it's just like fucking it's just a religious like uh black hole mm-hmm. um that, that's where jordan peterson might end up by the way he like well like you know there's always the blockchain that you know like people can like <laughs> cast their fears and hopes into self-authoring on the blockchain right. like <laughs> discover like clean up your room on the blockchain yeah <laughs> clean up like this aspect of your life yeah this just gonna, pu- just this put it on the blockchain. My is how you, this is how you're going to prove yourself. Well, that's the thing. Like, y- it, it really is. That's what I see is like it, people have hopes. They have fears. They have desires. What do they do? They put it on the blockchain. Yeah. And I, I see that all the time. Like, what, like, I want more veganism. Okay. Well, there's a blockchain solution for that. What is it? Um, you know, and, and, and they'll come up with something convoluted and the person will just accept it. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's no reason that it'll work. It doesn't even make sense half the time, but it doesn't matter. There's no reason here. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind. No, It kind of makes me sad a little bit, actually. Well, it's kind of like uh, some of these mega churches where the pastor, t- you know, rolls around in a nice, you know, Rolls Royce or something, and his congregation just gives him money. Well, the guy I was talking it? to yesterday said that he knows that coins will PAMP because they have great communities behind them.
2: <laughs> <coughs>
1: I, so I think that's the thing. Like, I well, think that there are that's people. That's actually a good PAMP signal because yeah. like that means that, like, the community is intact enough where it might, like, you know, e- even, if <laughs> even if you walk away from the project, they might still, like, want to carry Well, that's on. the thing with Litecoin, right? Right. Litecoin's still running, yeah, because there's a bunch of people that really believe strongly <laughs> in it, right? And they're holding it, and they're, you know, they're doing things with Litecoin. So, like, if Litecoin ever dies, it might happen, but it's going to th- probably be a lot longer because there's a lot of believers, right? What? So, uh, okay, so Bit Penis, <laughs> the Penis, thing is funny. It's just the penis thing's but funny. Like, so speaking, speaking of that, spe- speaking, speaking of, the, of uh, scam, the scam, yeah. So, uh, so, so what's going on with like Nano blocks, blocks on BitRail? So there's this, there's a, there's a there was a token called Ryblox that rebranded itself the Nano not too long ago. Okay. Um, so if we might use the words interchangeably. But I, I like Ryblox. Ryblox is like better. sounds like yeah. a kid's toy. Like, Ryblox, you know. Mm. I um, love Ryblox. And on, like, our cryptocurrency and shit, I yeah. saw, like, a lot of, like, oh, <laughs> this is, this is, like, a new project. This is a big token. Like, uh, uh <laughs> they, you know, that was pamping. That looked like, like they were trying to be, like, a top ten. Right. Like, you know. Everyone's um, trying to be a top. The tech player. is amazing, even though I have no idea. You know, nobody not ever not knows what never, it does. No one ever right. knows what it does. But one of the exchanges to get RyBlocks on, one of the few, was BitGrail. And uh, BitGrail uh, apparently got hacked, and all your money's gone. <laughs> they disabled withdrawals. <laughs> it's really bad too because they had a few bugs, and not everybody's sure during which bugs or or exactly how all of the funds were taken. Uh, maybe that's changed by now. But, like, for example, they had client-side JavaScript that was easily (laughs) manipulatable to send requests to the server and uh, withdraw money. Um, That's so funny. So, I actually 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 threw a couple hundred dollars at (laughs) Riblex. I was like, oh, this is going to pay up. Nice. And and the only way to get it was BicRail. And I was like, I'm just gonna leave it here. I'm not gonna like do the right. whole wallet thing. You, you didn't listen to uh, your own advice. I didn't listen to advice yeah. and I got I got scammed. So well that's what happens. But I mean your Bic, your uh, your Ryblox Pokemon game was reset. It so. was. Um, um, that's very funny though. Like that like Ryblox I've never heard of. Yeah. Or uh, not Ryblox, uh big right. Well <coughs> nobody did. But that but that that was the primary like some th- th- I think I kinda brought this up. Like you see these exchanges pop up. That are kind of built around getting well, they're, they're built ar- around one ICO, right? Right, like they'll have Bitcoin, <gasps> Litecoin, and shit, but they'll have the they'll have the ICO that's like hot and that's like up and coming. So you'd see like um, there's a few others that are that are kind of like that. Uh, fr- like for example, like uh, in a minor scale, you have uh, what is it? Is it Tux? Right. Um, that does like Pepe Cash. Pepe Cash. Shit. So yeah, like that's a Pepe Cash You kind of just see like these ecosystems come <laughs> up, but this one. I don't know if it was internal or uh, like it was the person running this, but I think the person running this uh, like there's just this this exchange went down. It's funny, but it's also like you know when we talk about like pamping and shit, right? And it's fun to gamble on this stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you're 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 definitely taking a lot of risk. Like well, just e- keeping in keeping these exchanges like that th- that's a huge that risk. That is the biggest risk, yeah. Um, which you know, uh, when you're lazy like me and you don't want to download a Ryblox wallet. <laughs> I guess if that even exists. Where would you have downloaded it? Like probably well because I mean to your it, phone because they're it, all on like it, phones now. It's a total right. So like there's there's probably mm-hmm. like for example uh what's what's the wallet that's insecure as hell that everybody uses? Uh Jax. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the one Dior, built Anthony the, 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 the Oreos. Diorio. Yeah. Um that that might support a number of these. I things. can't wait till a guy named Mr. Hydrox shows up. That'll be like <laughs> <laughs> Hydrox wallet. <laughs> 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 Hydrox wallet. The, the, the competition with the Oreo. O- open source Jax wallet. Right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know that Hydrox came first. I heard heard. Yeah, that that's like that's funny yeah. to me. Like, I think that Hydrox is the inferior cookie, but it came first. Yeah, uh, that's that's way back when you named like foods after their chemicals. Because like now we're like, do you know how many chemicals are in there? Hydrox back then, terrible name for right, a terrible. Right. Well, no. Like, back then they were like, do you know how many chemicals are in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Back errors. in like the 40s like, Do you know how many chemicals are in there? Food science! Now they're like Do you know how many chemicals are in there? Yeah. Food science! Ew! <laughs> it's like very different like, But yeah, like back then That was when you could name it After like the chemicals um, You would name it after the feeling It gave you in your stomach Yeah Makes you feel hydroxy Yeah Speaking of chemicals in your stomach That yeah. do terrible things to you Oh, well, did you have like You told me you were feeling icky yesterday I, Well, I was I ate cr- like crap Yeah But you saw the whole Tide Pod things, right? What the fuck is a Tide Pod? Oh, I didn't tell you this. Oh, and Hacked, in uh, Donna Brazil's book, Hacks, Hacked, there's a whole segment in there. So they take a bunch of guys um, who are Bitcoiners and, like, others, other such things to mm-hmm. bring them into like, Facebookers, Bitcoiners. Like, they take, like, uh, Coinbase as, like, chief, like, security strategist or something like that. Um, Facebook and, like, other people all go work with the DNC uh, to, like, stop the hacks in the DNC, right? And uh, it, there's a whole story so- in there about how they all, like, get on Soylent Bars and how, remember when Soylent Bars had that recall? How they <laughs> how the recall fucking happened in the middle of what they were doing and they were all like shit in their pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> that is really funny right. because a lot of the Silicon Valley people love uh, right. They're all doing the fucking they all do shit. that stuff. Yeah, so they're all taking it. They all yeah. like get sick. Right, and then they all can't like, right. Do their all, job. Right, exactly. And then they get hacked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a huge security <laughs> vulnerability. That's what I think. Well, that's so funny because that <laughs> means, like that's it. Like do, do they do those because those people are very well. Aware just of, like, like social engineering. Right. Do you, you think Russia? But Russia this is like a cultural engineering attempt. Russia and other like, places like are like let's let's poison the water supplies. Like no, if you want to get to the decks. You got to poison the Soylent (laughs) supply. Yeah. (laughs) That is so funny. That's hilarious. So Soylent nearly like stopped or or nearly, nearly got Trump elected. In fact, it did. It did. Soylent may have been the reason Trump's elected. Right. So uh, put that in your hat and smoke it. Yeah. Is that the f- that's not the phrase? I don't know. Um Pi- so can smoke it. And whatever. No, but the tide the tide, <laughs> tide has these pods uh that you do laundry with. Did they make it? And there were shit kids also? that were eating them. No
0: way. You didn't see
1: this? No. This is a big thing. Holy shit. Peaboard, that's, that sounds like what my dad would do. Like, like cur- open your mouth. He said there a there bad were, word. They're eating Tide like, Pod. They're even like there were currency jokes about it. But like kids were making videos of them eating a, po- a Tide Pod is like a dare. Like, you know how they have these challenges? <laughs> it's like the Tide Pod challenge. Yuck. And they were getting sick and going to the hospital course they were really bad. Because it's disgusting. But there it was made a it big soap. campaign even by Tide to be like, don't eat Tide Pods. Like... <laughs> and I didn't think it was real, but apparently like there are kids that were doing it, like high schoolers and stuff. It was not it was a Tide weird t- w- Someone should like make a cinnamon version I of it. I not know. No, a, this was a big thing like within the last <laughs> month or two. Uh, the whole Tide Pod thing. Well, but this was, there's was a commercial about it? Oh god dude, don't Tide eat. Tide was like Tide came out saying like don't eat Tide Pods. It became like a big thing. Oh, that's so funny. Well there's this a is commercial what I wanted there's to like ask you though. Did you not that not that anybody listens and watches the Super Bowl, but Tide had a bunch of ads. Like Tide dominated the Super Bowl ad space, and Did I was they? like, I don't know if it's because of this or not, because those commercials are usually produced like well in advance. Like I, from, like because y- y- were y- they funny? Y- you know some things about marketing, which I don't know if this. Well, were well the were the commercials funny or were they yeah, like funny? Yeah, they were funny, yeah, but they, they were, they they were some. intertwined. Like, but I was like, why is Tide doing a huge? It was weird. Maybe they're like, getting like, ready to my, announce. My, their in my head, it was weird. Maybe right? they're getting ready to announce their blockchain. Maybe. I I don't know. Like that's a weird. Maybe maybe you know what that would say. Maybe there's more women watching the Super Bowl. I I, I don't know. Like, but it's just, it's just t- like, I was like, maybe is it the Tide Pod thing? And they're trying to like, but I was like, no. Well, here's the thing. I've, I've been reading a little bit about like the Super Bowl ad shit. Like the, yeah. the, the ads, the Super Bowl ad space has become like a lot less valuable in recent years. Really? Just, yeah, because like, you know, like the demographic that they used to be going after um, just doesn't give a fuck. Like they used to be like targeting like what, 28 to 32 year olds. Um, and I don't know if that's, like, the majority, like, a lot of those people I don't think are, like, necessarily even watching TV at this point. So, like, it's just, it's become a less valuable demographic, hmm. as I understand it. Um, which is interesting, because, like, I, like that means that you're probably going to end up with, like, weird, weird people, like, infiltrating the space and, like, untraditional commercials coming on. Um, and, like, at this point, like, it might be the fact that, like, making a funny commercial for the Super Bowl is more a matter of tradition than an actual, like, ROI. Right. They're the money just isn't there as much. Could that's be. That's interesting, yeah. Huh. Like, it, like it's it's always been also, like, about brand recognition. So, like, you know, Coca-Cola or, like, these, you know. My favorite was still yeah. the one-second commercial. I'm trying to remember this one. Oh, man. It was, like, last year. Like, I think it was Budweiser did, like, one-second commercials. Like, they just came up for, like, one second and said the name. They're like, Budweiser. And, then like, it's just, like, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest commercial I've ever seen. Oh, that's <laughs> just great. Like, right. There were just one-second ad spots. Like, one second. Yeah. Budweiser. And then, like, the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> It was Butter Miller Light or something like that. It was, but it was like well, a, a the beer, beer like Budweiser always, Evernight Coke used as a commercial. Like it, 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 it's a very tradition thing. It's like, oh, what's their commercial going to be like this year? What's funny? It's, it's right, and and what's funny to me is that like a lot of times, like nowadays, like when I, when I was a youngster, I would watch and I'd laugh my ass off. But like last year, or a couple of years ago, I remember watching a couple of the commercials and seeing like stuff that I just didn't find it in any way funny, like the puppy monkey baby one. Mm-hmm. It was like I a. Kind of I don't remember being. I was like a fucking Dr Pepper commercial or something like that, and I was like, yeah. "This is, I I I don't know, I, I don't know what's happening to our society." Yeah, well, it's uh, I think, com- that space I think, probably has gone in the direction of becoming more like like it's, it, you don't want to do anything too risky, um, and with comedy and like I don't know that. Like, I, I like mean, like, like who was it? Old Spice did that like commercial a few years ago. Um th- I mean those were phenomenal commercials and they were just hilarious. Well, and they were the complete people, complete non sequiturs I, I might be wrong about this, but the tide people got like that old spice commercial. I saw that. That it. was the so one like, I saw that they did a right. tide they did a tide spin-off on Old Spice, which is great actually. That's that's a weird commercial. Yeah. So the company that produced those uh, those Old Spice commercials is, is one known as Wieden Kennedy. They're a an old time. Um, modern firm um, they compete against the likes of oh fuck what's it called i don't remember (laughs) there's there's a there's a number of like big firms like that but wyden kennedy is like just just an enormous one they're they've there's basically like three companies um that do super bowl commercial tbwa i think is is the other one Mm -hmm. um who do super bowl commercials um and like tbwa would have been, uh, god, I don't remember who they merged with years ago, but they were the ones that like would at this point be responsible, probably given responsibility for like the 1984 Apples commercial,
2: okay? Yeah, the so uh, like, yeah, the, the, the Apple, literal
1: 1984 yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, the will be TBWA, so like, um, they, these, these ad firms, these big ones, like, they're just t- to me, they're incredible because they like White and Kennedy have just an amazing. Just an amazing uh, understanding. They hire artists. They have an amazing understanding of sort of the cultural, like, uh, you know, beat, which you know I think is really difficult to make like a commercial like that Old Spice commercial to do it. That was a, that was a high risk commercial, I think. Mm. Yeah, because it's it, it's very it's outlandish a little bit. Like at, you know, it's it's an outlandish commercial at first, and there is like that risk of like, is this going to be, um, is this going to be accepted? Or are people going to like this? Is it going to be funny? um you're really you're really taking like a risk there, like you know you don't really know how things are gonna things are gonna pan out um but I don't know it, it, you're going back it's also like these commercials probably the the money is really just you know like there's money in making them, but it's just not about showing them all oh like there's so much, much space money. It's like i mean the, the, the wide Well, the money like it's it's moving everything's moving more towards like internet, you know so like you don't like showing these ads on t v just isn't like as big of a thing as versus like showing it you know during. Um, you know, on YouTube or something. Right. I, I, yeah. I mean, the, the minimum, like, ad spends on a lot of these things are, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. Like, mm. they're, they're they you have to have so much money in order to, like, buy, like, basically rent one of these companies. Um, and they do everything now. Like, they'll, they'll do, like, you know, those funny, like, social media things that you see where, like, they'll have, like, weird, like, characters on social media. That's, th- you know, these are the kinds of companies that are doing that stuff. Um, I I just find it I find it kind of cool. So I don't the know why Tide. What about the, squ- the, squatty, oh, the squatty, squatty potty? That was something. I don't remember. Yeah, the the unicorn, uh, the unicorn one. I don't remember the name of that, but that was like a that was a, a quasi unknown, um, like entity that had done those and mm-hmm. like they they made a name for themselves doing. that. They did something else too. Yeah. It was like well, it so was, so no, the, like yeah. It's, so so they have like a, a history of like scatological commercials. Uh, the company that did the Squatty Potty also did the the spray, the poopery. Yeah, that's right. So that poopery and Squatty Potty. So they they have yeah. like scatological commercials that they've done now. They And both are in actually shit, really viral, like viral viral shit commercials. So this week, Roger Veer ended up on Alex Jones. Yeah,
0: did you see any of that? I
1: did not. I have to watch it because I heard that someone called in and uh, accused him of pump of buying uh, uh, of pumping up the price of Bitcoin Cash right before he went on. Yes. Which is hilarious because that's literally what happened. I don't know if he did it, but, like, Bitcoin Cash pumped, like, 24% right before he went on Alex Jones. It did. And the people that called in were all, like, you're you're a shill for Bcash. Bcash is just a fork of of Bitcoin basically trying to delegitimize Roger Ver as much as possible. Um, Which, it's just funny having Roger Ver on Alex Jones because Alex Jones is, like, commenting on this stuff. And what? But one of the callers actually brought up his uh his him getting arrested for selling fireworks. Oh yeah. And like Alex Jones is trying to like make as much sense of this as possible because like, Well, he doesn't know what's going like, but on. Like, but like, but but like honestly though, I don't know. Like Alex, like having people call the show and like like. Well, that's very ambass- controversial. I'm gonna watch it. I would never watch. I would never a, watch it for like otherwise. I f- yeah, I know. I feel <laughs> it's like very like
0: Alex Jones type of thing to do. Though. Yeah. Like,
1: like have, like like it just it it fit weirdly i don't know like it was just it was just a whole odd thing right um what i'm waiting for is uh right baby he, bump and bump but well yeah i should have yelled at us yeah well i'm waiting for roger Ver to get on like
0: jorgen or something
1: oh like he's going that. to at some point because like he's he's i i can i'm seeing his like bullshit like creep up everywhere at this point and it's kind of like i, I don't know if it's disconcerting but it is funny mm. um he's he's i mean roger Ver, god like i mean B, B cash bitcoin like i i do you hold on to your four coins or do you sell um i've yeah, hold on, hold on. You hold on. Okay, so like, I mean, I I tend to I tend to think that holding on is. I mean, I I just like Roger Veer is going to like go to war with Core, Um go to war generally. I, like I, I don't I know. I bought what a lot of Coke out. a month ago, and I I used I sold B cash for that. But I'm okay, sure so I sure. mean, that's the thing. Like, it, th- no, that yeah. that's great because like I think that's that is, uh, th- that is like what is it? Uh, bad money drives like good money. Yeah, yeah. Because you want to spend the bad money. I want to spend that <laughs> money. Yeah. I don't want to spend my Bitcoin. Right. You wouldn't want to th- like do like that. Right. It's like, I have like this Bitcoin yeah, cash it's gonna, it's all around. Gonna it's going to go like down like in value. Right. No, like, but like, I think that they, like, these are wars in some ways, right? Fiscal wars, like, whatever kind of fucking war you want to, like, you know, determine. And, uh, and like, Bcash is, uh, is what Roger, is, is like Roger Veer's uh, little missile. You know, it's like, he's, that's his, that's okay. his, like, leverage in this war. And I, like, yeah. he has so many fucking believers. I don't know what's going to happen to Bcash. Not that I think it's going to, like, become the new Bitcoin, but, like, how long is it going to last? That's that's what that's the question. Like that's the thing. Right. Like, how long? How, it l- how, the, how long do these fucking things last? And is it is it always going to depend on Roger? Because like Roger, Roger, he really believes in it. Uh, I think maybe, or he, he believes t- it enough. Where he do you think he's going to? I think he, I think he sold a lot of his shit. Like, do you think he's going to? Well, you, did you saw that uh, that cryptocurrency rich list? Yes. He wasn't on it. No. <laughs> and I think that list. Like they were like, I want to be on this list and he I may think have decided not to. Right, read, I think that's absolutely funny. Like, that, that cryptocurrency rich list is so fucking offensive. I can't believe Forbes is, like, doing that now. Right. What's funny is that, like, did you see the, the articles afterwards? Like, well, as immediately after this list was released, many of these people were no longer billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because that was, like, the week that, like, because you know, the, Bitcoin r- r- crashed. R- yeah. yeah. And they're also not, like, you know, w- when you hold, you know, s- 60% of ripple like the, the one guy is they said he was a billionaire yeah and then and then ripple crashed like 60 percent like, e- even if it didn't right are you really a billionaire and Ripple right. when you like if you try to sell that you can right so right like exactly like and if his if his, <laughs> if his money moved th- that market would like front run that shit and just right. goodbye goodbye money so he's, he's stuck in a weird position he can't do anything with it yeah fucking um, it. did you see paul krugman finally commented on his yeah, is sh- his Bitcoin. He's doubling down his budding. Like right, he's uh, he's like, he's like, this is so a Ponzi, this is a bubble. Um, he did, he he put he, he, he brought up some charts, which was funny because I saw you tweet out right, something about like. He's doing technical analysis. He too. is doing technical analysis. Yeah, he's like, look at how it's going up. He's and like, it too. Right, this. like, right, everyone. Yeah. I was like, tone vase. So he's doing like, he's stepping on your toes. Yeah. Got to get him to stop. Yeah. But like, yeah, he like, so what do you say? The point is that even though bubbles are in, f- in effect natural Ponzi phenomena, they don't end as cleanly and suddenly as deliberate Ponzi schemes. And suddenly as deliberate Ponzi schemes. To realize the full joy of crypto Freud, you need to be a bit patient. Okay um so like what what is he having uh schadenfreude here about like crypto went up to twenty thousand and then back down to five or eight whatever um and it started out last year at 300 400 it was was like a little higher but right so like like this i mean like i i think he's in part right because like on the one hand i think that a lot of this shit is going to explode right um and i don't know when that's going to happen Mm-hmm. But, I like, I, I don't see how, like, these useful uh, shit, like, shit coins are going to, like, continue on forever. At some point, that has to stop. Mm-hmm. At some point. It might be five years. But at some point, it has to stop. Um, but at the same time, like, he's he's clearly talking about Bitcoin. But he's also very, dis- like, he's very dismissive of it without, like, maybe, like, I, I don't really... Uh, I think he finds this is the good position to take is is to, you know, decry it, call it a bubble continuously... Without making any concessions on maybe there's something interesting going on here right well he had he had like six or seven tweets here too on this stuff right yeah, I mean like I, I've seen a few things from him uh within the last few weeks, which makes sense. He comes out when the price goes down, and he uh is. well well here's the other thing so he he says in this uh, in this post I'm surely not the only person experiencing a fair bit of crypto Freud uh, you know schaden Freud uh, pleasure in watching the Bitcoin Et etc bubble deflate Bitcoin cultists tend after all to be nasty as well as crazy not all of them but surely above the average so that's 100 true um, except for the part about the <laughs> the, the, the bubble deflate. Like I, I get what he's saying. He's comparing it to a bubble. It is uh, it is deflating as a bubble. Uh, but like I think that when cr- when Bitcoin goes down, it's it's what it's actually inflation, isn't it? Uh, I I mean wouldn't that yeah, be inflation? Because like inflation yeah. like devalues the uh, spending power of the currency. Right. So, so it's inflation. It's inflation. So it's not deflation, Paul. I right. thought that matters that much, but <laughs> just I yeah. think it's funny because like um, oh God. Dude, oh, you, this, you this shit, it. like, keeps coming down. This, I, like, my mic fell. Oh, no. Just now, so. It doesn't like you. Do it fucking hates me. Um, so. But, yeah, like, like, to me, the, like, th- this is very funny that, like, we have a Nobel Prize winning economist commenting on our, you know, uh, high school project mm-hmm. known as Bitcoin. And uh, we, we thank you for it, Paul, but, like, stick around a little longer. Like, learn something. You might be actually kind of impressed by what, like, uh, you know, uh, Adam Back and company have built. What did he win the Nobel Prize for? Uh, being awesome, because like I, that's, I mean, like that's what I'm gonna win it for. But I feel like he stopped doing hard science and is more of like a talking. No, head. I I don't actually know what his specific contribution was, but uh, I, I'm sure it was completely legitimate. Like I mean, I actually kind of like the Nobel Prize in economics, despite it, the criticisms. A lot of people don't like it because they think it kind of co-ops the name of the like Nobel, because it's not really a Nobel Prize. Um, yeah, but like the Nobel Prize is kind of gi- given out in weird to weird. Oh, fuck yeah. Did you know that Henry Kissinger won a Nobel Peace Prize? Uh I believe that. Uh, uh next I think to I like know that, right. Which is hilarious. Right. it's, you know. It's uh he offered to like give it back a few years later and he was given it he was giving it with uh what's his name? Like Duck Lateau or something like that. Oh, a, a, Viet, a Vietnamese guy. Um and like they were they were they were still fucking at war. <laughs> <laughs> how does like, that but like how did that happen? Like how did like what was the like, who? Low duck toe? I think it was low duck toe. I don't know. Um, but, like. Because it was during Vietnam. so Yeah. Like, so, like, how do you get the piece for. like you, you I think <laughs> they were just like, fine, we'll just fucking give it to Kissinger. So, we'll shut the fuck up for a little while. He really wants this thing. <laughs> I think you just gotta want it enough, and like you know, be. Like, I, I think honestly, I think the Nobel Prize, uh, like particularly the Peace Prize, is given to like people that sort of encapsulate the cultural milieu, like, mm-hmm. um, like like I, Al Gore, right? Like, what the fuck does he deserve a Peace Prize for? Well, Obama, he, he won made it a early goddamn movie. his presidency, right? And that and was more was that was more of like a symbolic Peace Prize. It was more of a, like this is what we want to right. happen with your presidency. We want you to be deserving of the Peace Prize. Right. I don't know. I mean, the Peace Prize has always been. A weird prize because like it's a group of guys sitting in a room that get to get you know give it to whomever they want for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. uh, you can criticize it, but like it's it's their prize to give, you know, a fucking a fucking away. Like Mulala Yusuf Zai, she got the prize of uh, Oh Mulala, the, mm-hmm. the girl that got yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For being shot in the face. Uh and she's she's like uh <laughs> <laughs> like you know, honestly, like like she's young. She's like I, I think that like a lot of the prizes are given to people that represent what they want it to represent. Right. Right? So like and you don't have a lot of control over people. So if you give it to someone who's like ends up being a war criminal, you don't necessarily know that in like the short term. Right. right. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Which, so it's very different than the economic peace prize. Or the economic peace prize. The economic peace prize, economic prize. yeah. The, uh, well, if blockchains are war, maybe there will be a, an economic peace prize one day. Um, but the Nobel Prize in economics, I, I believe Paul, like whatever he did, he 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 deserved it. But... Like since then, uh, he just seems to be the guy who's making a lot of comments about things versus actually like being involved in the science. So well, like that's the thing. He's like, like he he's like, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, so like for example, who's like a you know pretty bright guy and he's a scientist and but he but he's spending a lot of time talking about certain things versus yeah. like no actually and Neil like deGrasse Tyson does the same thing. He that guy opines on like politics all the time. Right. So that's just kind of more where Paul has fallen into. Like y- like you've you he's 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 already accomplished the thing and now he's kind of in that space where. I don't. I mean, like, I it's it's a little difficult, Sean, because like, uh, I I think that like, um, I, I think that a lot of academics end up trying to like do things outside of their discipline because they think that they can also have an opinion about like politics or something like that. And I mean, no, like, Noam Chomsky is the most famous example of a person who does this, right? Where he like he's a fucking like like famous linguist who contributed greatly to the field of linguistics, and then all of a sudden like also wants you to listen to his opinion on like the Iraq War, mm. right? And that's, I mean, that's fine, except that, like, he writes entire books about it and, like, has these long screeds about how he deserves, uh, you know, uh, to be recognized for his amazing opinions on, like, these subjects that he really doesn't know much about. Um, They're foreign policy subjects. He's just kind of a, I don't know. Like, he's, he's not, I mean, he's not a dumb guy. Right, he's like a perfectly intelligent guy, mm-hmm. um, but like, w- like, what does he know about foreign policy? Right. Whereas, like, you know, that and, and he's by on this in the same breath. You would probably say like Kissinger is a war criminal, which is like what a lot of people say. So I don't know. Like, I think that I think that Krugman is following the same like sort of path that like a lot of academics follow, which is to become like these public intellectuals who comment on like anything they want, anything they can, mm-hmm. which is weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird. Uh, it's just a weird. Uh, type of thing like I, I can see him being anti-bitcoin for the rest of his life right y- you know what i mean and and without really getting to know or getting to uh, like understand some of the the interesting things that are really going on here you mm-hmm. know like I, I gotta say the nobel prize in economics hilariously uh, i think it's like the the peace prize is kind of a pussy prize like it <laughs> i think it comes with like a quarter million bucks right okay, yeah whereas whereas <laughs> the nobel prize in economics is like it's an award of 1.4 million oh my god oh wow <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well that says a lot. Right. It's um like and I don't know I like I I like being that they're economists and uh like the notion of like uh opportunity cost is a major um, a a major component of what they do i like the Nobel Prize, I think the Peace Prize is traditionally like you donate the money so i first of all i 'm wondering what's going to happen when like someone doesn't donate the money the the quarter million dollars from the nobel Peace Prize like what happens then are they like th- th- summarily like stripped of the prize or can you keep it i'm sure there's plenty of people that have um and I wonder if you have to if it's tradition to donate uh the economics prize because I bet it 's not
2: yeah I bet, I bet I I I they keep it. I bet <laughs> I keep. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> And I will bet there some of the like they do some of the best things with it too. Yeah. Right. Well, it's probably you you probably find funny things with like isn't there like a Nobel Prize in like uh, like physics or something or am I think it is. I, yeah, I, I believe there is. There's probably there's, a, s- like there's other there's other Nobel Prizes in other sciences that uh, uh, like I wonder uh, you think economics is the, the has the biggest prize money or do you think I I bet it does. Yeah. That, that wouldn't surprise me at all. One point four million is a lot of money. Yeah, like I want to know who endowed that because like I I think it's kind of a ba- it's like the bastard prize of the Nobel the Nobel family, which is funny because
0: <laughs> <like laughs> it's so funny.
1: I, I I think there was like a, one of the like off not the offspring but like uh, the nephews of Nobel. Uh, last year after the prize was given was like incensed and was talking about how like it needs to like be r- the name of the nobel family needs to be removed from it et cetera. Et cetera. like it's very funny to me because like it really is kind of viewed as like the bastard child of like the nobel prizes mm. alas huh mm-hmm. interesting um yeah so delaware, <laughs> delaware canceled their oh bus. yeah
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they uh <laughs> So we, like, we noticed that Adam Krellenstein was, like, tweeting a lot more. Yeah. And Adam Krelinstein, like, he's the, he was uh, sort of the founder of Counterparty years ago. Right. Which, uh, so it was weird because he, like, he, he went off to start Symbiont with a group. Actually, he went off to do uh, Medici, which is Overstock's uh, project uh, T-Zero now. Yeah. But, like, it started out as Medici. Right, right. Um, they kind of like they did an aqua hire that team. Right, they they they, they took the whole really counterparty, counterparty team, and 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 what they did is they like made the whole Counterparty community think that they were going to develop on Counterparty. Right, so uh, the price of Counterparty pumped. Yeah, um, I remember that. That was great. It was a fun fun week, <laughs> and uh, so the price of Counterparty pumps, and everyone's very excited about it, um, and. And then they we like we start hearing rumors that they're like moving uh, from Overstock that they're kind of like quasi leaving that that group and that they're kind right. of fired and they've they've started another company called Symbiont. Mm-hmm. um and the same sort of promise is made to the Counterparty community that they're going to develop on Counterparty and then like they start doing these like private blockchains and they start doing like blockchain bullshit and then uh like and the other guys sort of disappear from like altogether they stop like communicating with the Counterparty guys, um and it gets very weird. Right, and we haven't heard from Adam in a really long time. But recently, he started tweeting again, right. and trying to—I don't know—like claim credit for things. Like he disappeared for a while, and he's well like trying he to like come back and like say he did like shit. It was almost like he came back did. and like hadn't like followed what has gone on in the space right. at all in the last two years. Like he's like been under a rock and came right. back. and was like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on? Like, th- like he was making comments about these ICOs and about how like. Um, you know, there's a lot of vulnerabilities with Ethereum, and a lot of the critiques that are fair to say from a, like a Bitcoin maximalist sure. perspective of like oh, how. Well, he wants he wants to be a Bitcoin maximalist again. It seems like it does seem like that because which is because weird because he just spent the last couple of years like issuing well, uh, Bitcoin maximalism and like because becoming well here's private blockchain m- shit. I think what's most interesting about this is that like counterparty him earlier on, and you were you know you remember this right? Of course, a lot of the discussion about how to expand and do more things with Bitcoin. The art was the things that like Vitalik was saying. Of course. E- even though his intentions were probably to, you know. F- but a lot of that... You mean, you mean like, with, like there was, there was a, a question like whether they would put the EVM, which is the, uh, the uh, Ethereum virtual machine, onto Counterparty itself. Right. Well, but there was this weird narrative by some guy that's part of the Decred project. I saw that. Which is like he, w- he was trying to rewrite the history a little bit and say that like uh, Vitalik was trying to innovate on Bitcoin and Core didn't let him. It's always this anti-Core thing. And which isn't really, that's not completely false, but like it's, it's but there was, there was a debate at the time about the size of like opera turn. Right and uh, core like that was a debate. It's not that they didn't let him. It's that the debate the the, the consensus was not to like expand turn to a size big enough to like let him do what he claimed he needed to do. But like I'm sorry, like th- what they what they ended up at was plenty of size for like counterparty to do what it needed to do. Oh, of and course. it figured out how to do things by encoding transactions in the ac- or encoding information in the well, actual transaction. C- counterparty innovated or, or did what it had to do in order to do that on right on Bitcoin. On Bitcoin, but uh, like the the like i don't i don't know if italic was trying to like it was it was actually something beyond that or it was just like in other words like it's really highlighting this early division around that time about like where to go in the future with innovation? Well, Vitalik and Vitalik's didn't, Vitalik's Vitalik's thing didn't know shit, like, so like well, he, he knew anything, right? So he was like, "I'm gonna go to my own blockchain." Fuck right, me. and I don't even know that. Uh, like, I don't know what the, how how much credibility. Like Maxwell saying that there's just no there was no actual like evidence of him doing it. And like honestly, like I'm thinking about it. I'm like you know, I remember Vitalik claiming that he fought the core devs on the issue, but I I don't think I've ever seen evidence of the like of him actually having that fight. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. There there are GitHub conversations about. Op turn size uh, from, like, way back in the day around the same time that, like, I remember the so-called fight happening, but I don't think that I remember necessarily, like, Vitalik actually coming out and doing doing battle right. about it. I'm um, not mailing lists, not on GitHub, nowhere. So, like, he might have just been watching the fight, and then, you know, like, hoc claims that he was going to build it on Bitcoin, but that it didn't seem right. like the fight was going to go his way. Right. Um. I don't think we that sh- that's... Like, honestly, Vitalik's a hard one to believe because this is right after he was hawking um, mining machines uh, that he was claiming would mine um, with quantum quantum speed mining machines, Mm. which invalidates essentially the entirety of the mining process. Right. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Well, anything with, like, like Vitalik early on, like, all of that is is very... Well, Vitalik, um, like, people don't get this. Vitalik was selling quantum Miners yeah. before Ethereum, so like people are like, how do you know that it's a scam? It's like, well, Vitalik has no scruples; he's willing to do and say anything. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I know it's a scam? Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of technical reasons that Ethereum is a problem, but like the the, the entire premise of Ethereum wasn't built on like better tech; it was built on like this notion that you could have Turing complete uh, smart contracts. And Vitalik himself a few months ago admitted that that was a red herring. Mm-hmm. Which is what I've been saying all along. It's a fucking red herring. Um, the smart contracts, like the way that they're touring, the, complete smart contracts are a red herring, and uh, there's a huge, there's huge technical problems with the with their blockchain, as we see time and again with like the parody hack, with uh, the DAO hack, These smart all contracts of, this, are just, right. like it's just like it's even just, the fucking it's Ponzi bad. hack is another great example of like problems. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it, it, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to say about like the problems with that. But going back to the the Krelin scene thing, like he he resurfaces kind of, you know, taking some of those positions. He, you know, it's also like a lot of the a lot of what's hot in the space isn't private blockchain right. lately. It's been ICOs right. and tokens. And he, you know, so he he pops up and like, platform, why the fuck his like he's platform been gone was, for years. Where the fuck has he been? Right. Why the fuck did he come back? And uh, and what happens is like a couple days later, um, there is a announcement on February first actually, that Delaware, <laughs> right around the time that Marco Santori leaves Leaves, uh, leaves Cooley, <laughs> there's an announcement that uh, that that Delaware abandoning the uh, Symbion project, right. or that they're at least rethinking it, which means a yeah. Um And that's that's well, exactly because, like, I, I read that article, and it, it kind of said that they didn't want to threaten like their current. Uh, it, it sounded like it was like either they it was just too risky, or they were like, "There's no use case here." Right, right. like there isn't a use case. There right. isn't. They they were sold a MongoDB. Um, that somehow like, you know, they claim is a blockchain, which I assume means that it has Merkle Merkle roots and Merkle trees in it. Um, and that's I, I don't know what else it does. Yeah. It's just an expensive database and and or a buzzword database. Like it might not be more expensive than what they have. It might actually be better tech than what they have. I don't know. Um, but like I doubt it. Yeah. And right. I bet you their current implementation of like a simple database probably costs them like eighty seven dollars a year to run. Yeah. Well, the on their website, last time I looked at Symbion's website, they had a whole. They were like, "We're gonna." They, they had a name for their blockchain called like Assembly or of something. Of course. And they were <laughs> like, "We're gonna release." It's this probably whole written in Assembly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it'd be funny if it was. Um, it was this whole like SDK and API. They're gonna come out with okay, cool stuff. But so they're gonna have an API. But so yeah, it's a it's a it's a database. That they open up elements well, of with an API. So if, so if you want to use it, you can use, you can use it too. It's not just like... Ah, so it's, uh, so it's an API. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but not only... So, so Delaware is ca- pretty much canceling that project. Adam's tweeting. Uh, Caitlin Long, who they brought on as president, who left her like banking job... Uh, left Symbiont, is now f- no longer part of Symbiont. Okay. Um I think she shot a over. Oh her god, job. she was so stupid. I I, I watched a couple interviews with her and like I couldn't but but believe But if you look at her she Twitter she former president of Symbiont. Yeah, well. And you know. now she, uh, she she was crazy. She she's the one that got into like uh, look at that uh th- Yeah, dude, she's oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was like a, f- a fucking like miesin. She like jumped right into the Mises like conspiracy bullshit. Mm. Did you see that interview with her? Like she was like I, right on it. I think you told me about that. Yeah, well, it was very it was very Patrick Byrne esque type of. Uh, it was worse than that. She was like she 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 went from like being a banker to believing all the conspiracies of bankers. Like and and I like look at this. I mean like look Tatiana. <laughs> I think that she ended up on Tatiana's show. Oh so God. like she was she was <laughs> yeah right. I'm sure Tatiana asked great questions there too. Like that was probably really excellent. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she doesn't know anything yeah she, she was brought in I, I don't know what her deal is I guarantee um, I think she I think she I think they just thought she had like relationships with certain uh, but they but they're the fucking flash boys so like what, what, what relationships could she possibly have that they didn't have I have no idea I think they brought her in because she was a misan conspiracist and she just, and she like she aligned with, the with their weird they, ideology, and they could like use that ideology to like get into Delaware. Well, more. I mean, like tell me this. So you're 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 building Delaware is like, a weird state. Yeah, but like, like okay, Sean, you're building infrastructure to like revolutionize the back back of house banking. That's the claim, right? Right. And then and then like the, you get a deal with like Delaware. So what you do then is you want to revolutionize banks and you want to revolutionize the way that states do like uh, banking and like uh, you know company uh, share management and stuff like that. So what you do is you hire a lady who's a fucking conspiracist who believes that the banking infrastructure is evil, disgusting, and wants to steal your money. And then you have her go in and make pitches? Like, uh, like how does that make sense? Right. Guys. It's a weird, it's a, it's a bizarre... If you want right, that's that's like what are you gonna do? Like in gold you're gonna go to Goldman Sachs and like you need our back of house infrastructure because you guys are running a big old scam. Right. Like, okay, like thank you very much, Caitlin. Um, here's the <laughs> door. We really appreciate you coming in and explaining this to, to us. We have a whole bunch of tech guys. Um they're gonna we, we have them writing in silver light because like we fucking like silverlight for no reason, <laughs> and like, and, and like we're just gonna keep doing that, and that's fine. Thank you very much. Um, at least they don't believe your conspiracies, Yeah. right? So like, it's a very fucked up thing, in my opinion, that you would have like your president of your, like your, <laughs> your like anti-establishment banking company. Like, like frankly, to have an anti-establishment banking company building tech for banks is like an obscenely stupid idea, yeah, in the first place. Yeah, it's a it's a bizarre. Which thing. is why T zero is hilarious, right? Because
2: Th- they're not, not going to build. Pressure.
1: Well, they're not going to build infrastructure for banks. That's just what like is not going to happen. They're going to like. <laughs> it's very funny because like, what, like, what I, like, yeah, like, what are they're, the they're banks gonna, are going to be like? Oh, these guys do have a thing that we're
0: going to. Well, use. I don't like, know
1: what the fuck they were thinking years ago because like this ICO thing comes out of kind of nowhere. Like, there's there's places where I'm sure it was discussed and talked about, but like, what was T Zero going to do? Because I I think what it's going to end up doing is it's going to end up just being a goddamn exchange for ICOs, but ICOs by like public yeah. companies like Kodak. It's like electing, I think that was their like, play. It's like electing ISIS to like local government. It is like, like electing ISIS. <laughs> Just local government. Like, we're here to destroy the government. And you're like yeah. that's great. <laughs> great speech. Great yeah. speech. I really like it. Thank you. Now you can be the mayor of our town. Yeah. Like I am mean, like no fuck that. Like that's the, like that's the thing. Like you announce yourself as like a, someone who's got a fringe economic ideology as a fringe economic idea ideationist right and you you're you are you you announce yourself as the fox and you announce the banking infrastructure as the hen house and then you go and try to sell your fox bullshit to the hen house and and they're like well why he's like well our goal is to get more foxes in here and you're like oh (laughs) uh (laughs) <laughs> oh well, you just like you just said that we are scammers and that you're here to solve the scam. But like, what's how do you know that we're scammers? Well, you're scammers because you're making lots of money. Oh, okay, so then your thing solves that problem. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so we're gonna make less money. <laughs> yeah. How removing middlemen? Like what? What the fuck? Like how the fuck do we get here? Right. How do I, like it, it's inscrutable to me because like what is the business pitch? That's how I feel though. <laughs> I, 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 I have no words for that. Like, I, I don't know. It, it, it's it. It's as if like I, I have to. I have to like. like I have a lot of admiration because there's all these people that are like, oh yeah, Patrick Byrne, Caitlin, they're gonna go in there. They're gonna and go and st- they're gonna take everyone. They're gonna take all the money and revolutionize the world. Yeah. But you need cooperation if you want to revolutionize the industry. Right. So like, how are you gonna do that by telling the industry that they're running scams? And, like, not just scam, like, th- I'm sorry, it's the most legitimate value-holding mechanism in the, in the world has ever invented, the banking system is. And, like, you're going to tell them that they're running scams, and the reason for it is that they're making money. Mm. But they're really not making that much money. They make a small amount of profit, and, uh, and, and like, they, they make, they grow at an average rate of return, if not a little bit less. Like, you can look at them compared to the average. Right. And so, like, it's very difficult for me to take these claims seriously, that these people are going in and, like, revolutionizing back-of-house. You know, Blythe Masters was saying she was going to do that. Um, and all of these companies are, like, str- like racing to, to revolutionize back-of-house operations. But, like, and the banks are all, like, letting them try running their experiments. And I, I think it's a little sad because, like, nothing is going to come out of this. Just like the Delaware Blockchain Project, which, like, I think was predicted a long time ago. Nothing was going to come out of that. Right. Nothing well, will ever come out of that. Caitlin Blythe, like, could it just be that these people... Are women? Well, or... That's offensive. Or they're just kind of at the tail end of their career, and they've kind of, like... I don't a think so. I think that... I, I my guess... Look, the Caitlin looks like a, I don't know, 44, 45-year-old woman. Uh-huh. Um, well, maybe maybe they just kind of were like, I, I don't... Um, they weren't really moving up in where they were at, and they were like, maybe I'll try... I'll try something different. <laughs> like, it's like... I, it's like, it's I like her claim like th- here. Like, I see her bio. Her bio is that she's been involved in Bitcoin since 2012. Lies. Right. Lies. Well, imagine... imagine Fucking lies. But, like, it's kind of like, imagine you are executive at, like, Google or something, and you decided that your career path wasn't really going to move up in Google, so, I don't know, you... you uh, a startup came along and said, oh, why don't you, you know, why don't you be, like, the the CMO of our startup or something, and... And they're like, "Oh yeah, I'll go do that. That sounds like fun." Well, I just like, and they, like all these people are like, <laughs> retroactively editing when they got involved, and they're like, "I got involved," and then they like, "I don't know what they do. Do they go through their email or something like that, or like the first time they heard the word?" Because I see that all the time. Like, I was involved in twenty twelve. I didn't buy. I just was on the sidelines, but I was mm-hmm. watching it very closely. There must have been <laughs> or like, I, honestly, like, Sean. There, there must like uh, how big is the world? Like like six billion people. Seven billion. I think four billion of them have been in Bitcoin ever since twenty eleven. Oh yeah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> every but none of them car. bought. They were all just watching it very closely. Right. Like if, if those stats are to be believed, yeah. my guess is that like Bitcoin talk has been the most trafficked website in the history of humanity yeah. Um. for the last like six years and no one knew. Right. But it's, it's been like a hundred million people a month yeah. or like a day yeah. for like the last six years. They look for the earliest thing that they can like, like, Oh, I think I heard of Bitcoin back then, you know? Well, like when was the time that you sat at a table with a group and they were telling you what kind of idiot you were for, you know, now that was the day they got in? Yeah. Like, that's what I think is funny. Like, I know a bunch of Goldman Sachs bankers I talked to back in the day, forever ago, about Bitcoin. And they told me it was like, it was quoted, like, and I quote, "Um, this is so stupid. If I could short the whole market, I would. That was when Bitcoin was $5 million in market cap. Yeah. If there was any money in it, I would short the entirety of the market. Right. And I was sitting there, I was thinking, like, like what the fuck do they say now as to like when they got in? Because I bet you that that's, night, that's the day. I'll bet you that was the day they say they got in. Right? I've been ever since twenty eleven. Yeah. And like, like uh, I don't know, advising your friends on like whether they should buy it. I don't know what they would say, right. but that's that's the night. That I think that is the night that five or six people will claim they got in. Yeah. Which is so. Like all these people are gonna always they're always like that's just gonna be a thing. yeah, I think Caitlin people are always gonna they're always gonna say that they got in a lot earlier than they actually. Did. Just, it's very funny to me that that's a thing that you have to do now. like that that like why why does it matter? Just say when you got in and be honest. like no one gives a fuck. Right. And like the thing is all you can do when you say that you got here early is 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 like for me, like it's the all I have to do is like s- s- like look at you for a second, ask you one or two questions, and like I can know. Mm. I can know for certain whether you were here or not like it's just it's just a great vector for you to be completely discredited mm. so anyhow yeah um, yeah and I see it all the time people are like I've been here ever since I remember the night that I met like Tony Lane Casserole and she told me she'd been here for like three years already I was like no you haven't you, literally just, you just like showed up this last year yeah you just got here It's, it's she's been it's here so a while fun. now but like well now, she didn't, now she, she's yeah but like she was she hasn't know. improved at all yeah well it, it's <laughs> like it's like all the people that got, that will like that she was an example of somebody who got in like around when I got in right <laughs> So like if I got in and was like, hey guys, I've been here since 2011, like that was that's false. That's right. just the bullshit. Like, you know, I I, I want to know like because like, so, that, so w- that wave was when a lot of like now now, now people think i in their old timers, but like, you know, well, a few it's years funny, ago like, like every, that was like that was the new wave of stage, people. At every stage, at every stage, people have got in. It's felt late. Every yeah. single stage, like a month in, two months in, like every time people have gotten in, they've been like, oh, I, I, I think I'm late. And it's never been true. Like you got in, you thought you were late. I thought you were late. But like the truth is you're an old timer at this point, which is bizarre. It's, it's, it's immensely it's interesting thing. to me. Like I, I've you never thought you were late. I thought <laughs> I was late. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mind blowing. <laughs> Here's the thing. So Symbi- like I thought Symbiont would possibly be one of the first public companies. Right. Just given their team. But I don't think so anymore. I think (laughs) think they they don't have have even though they have a great team, right? (laughs) (laughs) And they they've hired a lot of people, but it seems like everyone's looking for a job. So is Adam? Is Adam like? Are they winding down the company? Is Adam looking for a job? Is that why he's like on Twitter? She's gone looking. He's on Twitter. She's gone looking. Well, well, she she was at the Satoshi Roundtable. Her last blog post was about like her observations at Satoshi Roundtable. So she's still in Bitcoin. But she's no longer at Symbion. I'm looking at her uh, LinkedIn right here. It says that she was at Symbion for one year and six months, January 2018. She left, um, and now she is the founder and she is hired at Caitlin-Long. Yeah, blog. So what happens when you? So okay, but what does that also tell you about what happened? I'll, I'll bet she's gonna have that. some juicy, hilarious she, she, posts she, on her she, on her blog. I bet f- these are real dumb. Someone someone kicked her out of there, right? I don't know. Like, that's the thing. I, I really don't know. Because, like, but, like, think about that. Like, if, you, if she actually left, like, wouldn't she have something else lined up instead of, like, I'm now going to. I don't think she's capable of it because she's she's spent all the last year and a half telling everyone that, like, banking institutions are scams. She's bought her ideology so strongly that she she probably cannot get a job uh, at places she wants to get jobs at. Mm. That would not surprise me for a second. Like, she she's, like I said, she's announced herself as, like, the Fox. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, who knows what's gonna happen with Symbiont? But like, it, they might. Uh, I can see. I, I get the. You did you know that? Did you know that like Symbiont was <laughs> was the fintech company of the year in 2017 uh, by Custody Risk Magazine? It looks like <laughs> Custody. I don't know who's Custody Risk. Is, and she won say. women. She won a Woman in Finance Award for Excellence in Blockchain and <laughs> from Markets Media 2016. <laughs> Inc. Uh, she was. She won the list of 10 business leaders changing the world through tech in 2016 these are these are amazing caitlin i I wish that any of them were deserved or true that's funny about awards because like you got (laughs) to apply to them and uh like blockchain evangelist since 2014 and bitcoin since 2012. why uh (laughs) served by morgan stanley internal blockchain working group uh served on morgan stanley okay 22 years of corporate finance experience 1994 to 2016 uh managing director 20 or 2001 to 2016 Uh, Started and ran three successful businesses in pensions and insurance, was a top-rated equity research analyst, worked directly for the co-CEOs. I don't know. Like, I I, I really – she went to Harvard Law. That's that's cool. That's cool. I just – what the fuck does Symbiont do? Now nothing. <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, do they have any like other that's clients? That's what I'm wondering. Because like, like, like all of these awards are hilarious to me. If if they have no other clients, because like they're awards for, <laughs> they're literally awards for landing Delaware. <laughs> it's yeah, like a single client. Well, I think all the devs have been like, like they've been working on something, and now I think like it's like okay, so hey guys, so like we're, uh, the entire project that you guys have been spending the last like two years on is done. Yeah. Um, not for any reason other than that it's just not happening. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, man, I, fe- I do kind of feel bad for Adam because he like really gave up a good thing with with the counterparty. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I don't know what's gonna go on there. I mean, it, it's it, it's it, it's open source. If he wanted to come, if he wants a, if he wants to contribute, Cody can. But so now, so now they have competitors um, like T zero. So what is going on? Like T zero, I I think T zero is gonna start holding like public companies coins like Kodak. But why would they? I don't know. Did you have <laughs> you know, like a brain fart? Even an or- I think like I did. Were you even an orgasm? or? A <laughs> I <got a> little <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was that? Well, the whole, the <laughs> like, <did> you just <laughs> stopped mid-sentence. I like watched your face. You're like,
1: <laughs> uh, were you
0: sleeping?
2: <laughs> well, I had a
1: brain fart of like, well, like Patrick Byrne, like, I, well, I guess it's a public company. So, like, it's not a bank. So, like, they're going to be, like, on board with Patrick Byrne. Or, like, they may be okay with that. But the Kodak Coin thing. This uh, is a hilarious. I'm, I'm reading this article the about Co- like fa- the, the guy who came up with Kodak Coin or whoever is part of that project. Like, he made a. S- he said that he really regrets the whole like stock going up because it's been a giant is that why he is that why he put like a uh, the pause on on the Kodak Coin shit. I think I I think they didn't expect. I think Co- I, I think Kodak was like, okay, we'll do a coin. This will be like a new project. We'll we'll yeah. See how this goes. I don't think they expected their stock price to quadruple in a day. Really? No, because I did. You think it. I mean, like... That makes perfect sense. Like, everyone's fucking looking for... Li- like, there is... No one cares about fundamental value. So, like, what do you think you're doing when you announce a blockchain project? Like, Kodak, come on. Well, come on. I mean, we can... Anticipate I call bullshit. Happening. So you think it was, like, this whole thing might just, like... I think I think what's going on is that there's, there's companies that are going around and trying to get public companies to announce these coins. Mm-hmm. I think these companies hear them out. They hear this blockchain hype. And then they, they like, they think to themselves, like okay like this is this is not a bad idea this is how we get in to blockchain mm. and uh, and then they let them do it so there's this company when digital I think is the one that's running the the uh, the Kodak mm-hmm. coin thing and like I think that they basically scammed Kodak into like agreeing to do this and honestly like it's the dumbest idea I've ever heard I know a little bit about a copyrights management like uh, and, and it is that you can't Manage it through a blockchain? Of course not. Like, like the <laughs> thing is, like you, you, like there's all sorts of things you have to argue <laughs> out in a court as to like whether you own the copyright, who who mm-hmm. did the copyright, um, how like whether the copyright registration is valid, um, all sorts of things. Like a coin doesn't change any of that. Mm. Like it, it, like a digital rights token. Like how stupid. You still have to keep like it, it. Like what are you gonna do? Like can you sell this digital rights token? Um, so that now like you transfer copyright to somebody else. Like that's it's not really how that works. Um, like, if you, if you register a copyright uh, of a picture to, like, be used on a site, um, you can't just, like, go ahead and, like, sell, sell that right to someone else in exchange. At least I don't think you can. But, like, with a digital rights token, is that their, their thought that you could do that? Like, transfer this right to, like, display the image or whatever the fuck you want? Like, it, 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 it completely ignores the entire history of copyright law. And and is, it ta- doesn't even take a new perspective on it; just ignores the history. And like this is this is something that could be done very easily uh, through like simple like database management. Like you, if you wanted to, like why like why doesn't iStock photo or something like that have a little section where you can change which websites are going to display it or like transfer the photos' rights to like some other place? Mm. Um, and like there's you know, it's it's just a completely absurd way to manage these rights. It's right? It's, it's just it's stupid. Yeah. So but it's and it's very obvious to me that they they did it because it, it was a public company. Like yeah. I think I think that Kodak got duped and by virtue of the fact that they got duped, I think they probably duped all of their investors. Mm. Cuz whoever's going around convincing I think it's Wen like Digital. This Wen Digital company. Well, because like there's been a few teasers of uh public companies doing something with blockchain. Like remember like um that article might even mention it but like Burger King doing something with uh like Whopper coin in like a store, like right. And st- like some <laughs> fucking like in Russia or something. So like I wonder if like they were like, okay, maybe we'll maybe we'll try something and maybe we'll do it like in like you know an area of the world we don't give a fuck I about. I mean, at this point, I, I could see a company just saying like, we will give a cryptocurrency out mm-hmm. to anybody who like buys just for fun, and like anytime you buy a sandwich, they just give you like. Burger M- coin McDonald's or something should like do that. their happy meal. Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like just like just like collect, <laughs> like put a QR code on the happy meal, like you can have some McDonald's coin. Yeah. Like what does it do? I don't know, but like this is what everybody well, wants. Why, so not, like, why, not, why not download the McDonald's wallet app? Right. Um, and, you and you can hold your McDonald's coin. You can just sweep your you can you can just sweep your little token that you get as part of the happy meal and get right. your coins. It's It'll a perfect like a idea. Like McDonald's could do it and like teach kids about money management that way. Yeah. Maybe that's what like uh uh oh, oh shit coins are for. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> that is. Well, do you remember do you remember uh do you remember Burger King coming out with like these really cheap short video games that featured the king ba- that were like free that on no, Xbox I, I years ago? No, I do not remember this. I'm trying to remember why why I played this game because I had some friends that were into this because it was a funny game. It, it wasn't it was a very like minimal game, but remember how they had the Burger King and it was like the king? I'm bring I'm bringing it up here. So like Burger King Sneak King uh, Xbox preview. Yeah, and it was like oh, this a, is very funny. And you would like sne- it was a funny game because like you would sneak around and like do things. Um, they were like little mini games that you could play with your friends. This like, is great. I, like I, I gotta say, I really like Burger King and their marketing. It's very funny. But like, so mini games. I kind of like Burger King more than McDonald's. I love Burger I'm King. Burger like King's the, the Burg- adults. I haven't, had their, I haven't had their burgers in a while, dude. I, really I gotta say, the Whoppers is the greatest burger ever made by like a fast food place. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's the tomatoes, the mayo. Oh fucking! And like the way the ketchup like oh mixes in, and then they have that like the weird. <laughs> Like a uh, grilled taste in their meat? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah, I do like that. Well, but well yeah. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, that would, that would be a, like, it doesn't surprise me that Kodak Coin kind of regrets this. But, like, I don't know what they were thinking.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It makes no sense to me. Like, what were you thinking, Kodak? Like, what would you, like, what would you possibly think that you were gaining by, like, building this, like, weird digital rights platform and, and like, w- like sending out your own coin rather than just taking goddamn credit cards? Mm-hmm. It's it's it like th- the only reason to do that is to capitalize on like blockchain bullshit. Yeah, it's just. uh I like the idea it's of someone like going to jail for like a, a Kodak coin Ponzi though. Yeah well i can also like but like are are we gonna start we're gonna start seeing more companies do. i would like to see more like public companies try this because it would be really funny yeah i I think they're just trying to articulate the narrative right now of like how they can kind of make this seem like they were really trying to do well it's bad if kodak like backs out because like it's gonna it's it's not something that like others are just gonna like jump into if like kodak is like too skittish to do this like i mean like look there's plenty of very very obvious red flags Mm -hmm. to uh to doing this stuff and, like, Kodak apparently saw them, but it took, like, it took a couple weeks. <laughs> um, but they should have seen them long before they actually did the announcement. Yeah. Um, and then, kind of going to the next thing, you have, look, so, so the big tech companies. Like, yeah. Facebook, Google. Right. Um, Facebook basically has been trying to, they, they've been banning any ICO or crypto cryptocurrency ads. Oh, could, thank God. ads. That's great. And there's been people trying to get around them, of course. Uh, but, like, they haven't, th- they've been pretty quiet on, like, what they... Are looking in the space? Yeah, I mean, so I think I think that they have to be because, like, I mean, honestly, like, if if they're tech geeks and they are, um, they probably have to acknowledge that like Bitcoin is like, I- is where it's at. Um, but like, mm. you know, Zuckerberg doesn't like the <laughs> Right. <laughs> I like that conspiracy more than any other conspiracies in the space. I think that's that's the funny. funniest conspiracy. Like that, like yeah. he won't he won't like do any partnerships or that'll partner with Litecoin just to fuck them, just to fuck them over. I yeah. like that a lot. That's my favorite conspiracy. That's that's one of those like shitcoin conspiracies that I've seen on like uh, YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like the Trayvon Jane types coming. out. I like that. Like they're like, oh yeah, like he'll never do he'll never do Bitcoin because it's owned by the Winklevosses. Yeah. like, okay. What's funny too, because it's not like they're gonna do like he's not gonna do he's not gonna get behind Ver and do Bitcoin Cash either. No, I can't. No, hell no. Because the Winklevoss have Bitcoin Cash also. Yes. Yeah. They have they have both. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> which which means that the only viable option is Litecoin, Sean. Right. <laughs> like where's is the pure one in eyes? Man, uh, yeah, I mean like that's great. If they're if they're banning Facebook ads, I think that'll go somewhere to like actually like I won't because it's just fucking they're all buying on YouTube anyways.
2: Yeah. I, I, mean c- like I can't
1: believe how many ICO ads I see. A lot of them. Oh yeah. And yeah. and they're all like the they're all ones that like no one cares about either. I mean like like really no one cares Did about. Like they're like there's like nothing going on with them. Did you hear the Jed McCaleb interview by the way the i the um, like I uh, this Swap Oh dude that was ah. Uh, God. So you know who interviewed him, right? Yeah, Kevin Rose. Yeah. So I don't know anything about that guy, but I know that's his name. Okay, well he founded Dig. Oh, that's who it is. He's a he's known, the, oh. he's, a, he's a
0: Google venture
1: guy. Like he's an like cuz I, I you he's get, the one that didn't sell Dig for a shit ton of money. Or I don't know. I, I just looked him up real quick, and he and he wasn't some random guy with a podcast, right? Like, so he, of course, he's gonna like. That's act. right. That's why he was giving softball questions and like sucking. Jeff I McHale forgot about dick. that. That is that he's is who started Dig, like an early investor. He claims in Ripple. See the one that he they sell it to AOL and then bought it back for like a pittance or something like I that. I don't know. I, I just remember but that he like tried to like start it back up again and like really. Um. But yeah. Oh God, that makes so much more sense. Yeah. So he interviewed jay mccaleb for 30 minutes and you know sucked his dick on the seller project that was that was, was amazing because there's there was no understanding of, of anything, anything. <laughs> We're <not> right <laughs> like oh when like Eth forks all of the icos fork with it yeah I, yeah yeah right Oh, that's and amazing. He said, and he says he's been in Bitcoin since 2012. Right. I'm he's like, like, you're like, "Kevin, you have not." He's like, like "He's a like, fucking I, liar." He, he's like, "I Jed. He's like, "I remember I remember coming into Ripple's office when you were there and uh" Well, he may have been there like w- in Ripple's office, but like fine. That's great. That's probably but, his introduction to Bitcoin. But He's probably been into Ripple right. <laughs> I really like I really like the management structure here at Ripple. It's <laughs> yeah. great. The it's team is excellent. It's a really good team. Bitcoin doesn't have a good team. <laughs> but yeah, no, exactly. yeah, that's but the point. Had, but he has no idea of anything in this like he obviously has no knowledge of like how any of this works right. And he's probably a person who should not. Say things oh, like he's he's doing a Ethereum whole podcast, right? That was that was so embarrassing. I thought that was hilarious. Right. I mean, but this has been the week of like people you've never heard of giving their opinions. <laughs> Did you see this article? <laughs> I, re- I, I tweeted this week. Like, look at this oh, list I, of people I, you've I, never I, heard of in Nick Spanos giving their Bitcoin right. opinions. <laughs> I mean, there are people on here that I've heard Who of. Who the but fuck? Like, he, whoa, 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 go back, who's dude. You, I don't who's know. Sarah church? Rose, founder of Demiana. <laughs> Dem- Demiana. Demana. Demire- Wait, is she is she married to Kevin Rose? Uh maybe. Do you think so? That would be great. Demana. Demana. Uh Sarah Rose. Sarah Rose. Sarah Rose. She, she's Husband. Cute. Husband. Uh, it's it's bad that you can like Google that. Sarah Rose Wright. I think that... famous one. birthdays. I think that look at the images though. I think that name is too common. Do you think that's right? Yeah, that's too common. Yeah. Is who's Kevin Rose married to? Who's Kevin Rose? The other uh married Williams sister. Do you think so? No. I'm That'd sure. That'd be great. Well, I think I'm like think Alexa's <laughs> S- S- Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Rose is married to Daria Pino. Oh, she's dark haired. Yeah, she's prettier too. Yeah, I like her. I like her better. She's probably competent. You're more into like brunettes and dark hair. I have a, I have a brunette thing. I'm yeah, not a, I'm not a big blonde. Really? Guy. Yeah. I like brunette, black hair, dark yeah, hair. Like that, it's yeah. a, you're, you're blonde. You're, like you're Florida. No, 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 I'm saying I do like the brunette and the dark haired more. Oh really, I think it's, it's, it gives you more of like a fullness to your brain. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Demana. We need to talk Uri- about urinary tract <laughs> infections. <laughs> t-
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh wow. How the fuck can you found pal- Occurrences of UTI among children has become a global problem? Journal of Medical mi- Microbiology. Demana is changing that. That's a that, Okay. <laughs> After the initial shock, so this is like an organization, what, d- dedicated to uh, stopping uh UTI. urinary tract infections uh, and probably she, like oh third world Well, I mean, she, oh f- god, 404. How okay. do you get how, how do girls get UTI? Cuz it's always a girl thing. I don't know. I don't know like how girls get UTIs, but they get a lot of them. I think I think it's probably through dicks. I think it is through dicks. Yeah. One time I I was making, Dude, I don't I, dude, this I think this site is a little, like there's literally not one more page that works than the the home page. <laughs> I don't I, like and honestly she's listed number 1 on 21 Bitcoin experts give their opinion. I'm just I'm looking at this like what the fuck Demana like there's lit- if this is it. I don't know what Demana is but like uh Demana, Fower of Demana. That's so um, funny. Just met on Facebook former chemist. So that would make sense, right? Yeah. Did she she is currently med- endeavoring to reduce the well, rate of annually urinary tract infections globally by half. Through her company, Demana, whose goal is to minimize UTI occurrences, currently affecting 150 million people each year. So, Demana.com—it is, is looks like it—but literally, there's no pages that work on this thing. You can add Demana to your cart, so that works, and all of the other pages are—you just Utah can't be that much. dude, look at this! Look at this, Sean. This is an incomplete website. Go to product. Yeah, this sucks. there's not even right. There's not even any description on this. I think. I think this is th- amazing. Wh- wh- like, how is she on this fucking list? Oh, it's BuzzFeed. Yeah, well that makes sense. But no, like, what did she? Well, who did she? What, <laughs> what, what did is she pay? Guy? Who's? I don't know. Queensy.com. Well, uh, Demana <laughs> has shown us that you don't have to actually have a working website to be on this list. So, Demana.com, uh, Queensy.com. Let's let's check this one out. Yeah, Queensy.com, a daily newsletter of top curated stories in the Bitcoin and crypto world. I have a feeling this is a pump and dump uh, newsletter website. I'm going to sign up. Perfect. Oh, this guy's gonna go to jail. Oh yeah, dude. That fucking newsletter these these newsletters all do this. Like by the way, like I don't think people know this, but there's a group of people who like they will get like thousands of people into like Discord groups or telegram groups. Yeah, and then they'll start pumping and dumping coins. Yeah. It's it's become like a really common um, method for like running pumps and dumps. And they'll like literally tell them what to buy, when to sell. Right. And I'm sure everybody has got like these telegram group pumpage up. Channel things or whatever, but this I like is being in them because it's just interesting to watch. But well, like, holy funny, shit! But this is actually like people—they're uh, they're coordinated. They have like newsletters. They usually have like—I mean, it's they bad. Have like, they have like what do they call it? like the trading view or whatever. They have like a, or something. So either. I've I've like heard a couple rumors that the FBI is actually looking finally at the space for like quote unquote market manipulation. Okay. Um and I have a couple of examples. I don't know that we can share them yet, okay. but like that we have a couple of examples of people that like actually have had the FBI or like other groups show up at their home and basically say that like you know like like I don't know if they're picked up at this point but like basically warn them at the very least uh that this is a thing that they're starting to look at. Huh. So like it, it, that means that like I mean you don't need to necessarily wait until, like, this SEC, like, provides guidance. Right. Right. That means that the, like... Uh, I mean, law, law, enforcement's, law, law enforcement's here. here. coming. And, and like it seems like they're, they're applying law law laws to it, which is, like, the, like, you know, same shit as, like, the pink sheets and everything else. Right. Huh. And that's pretty under the table and quiet right now. There's I haven't heard anybody... Right. This, I haven't so. heard anybody talk about that yet. So, like, that that to me is um, a little bit, like... Okay. So, 99 bitcoins is the next one. All right. This is... We translate bitcoin into plain English... I've heard of the site before. Yeah, what is it? The site's been around for some time. I don't know what they're doing today, but I think ninety nine Bitcoin. Oh, ninety nine Bitcoins ma- like I remember going on that site a few years ago and they were very like, Hey, this is how are you getting a Bitcoin? This is a wallet. This is a Oh, thing. so it's just like a it's just information on their site? Yeah. It's like a it's just Oh my event. god, there's no way come on. Like that's not <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, but like, oh god. Well Okay. That's fine. That's so that guy that <gasps> guy gets a bit bull capital. Bitcoin. If you Google uh, Cryptocurrency hedge fund Yeah, They have a paid ad Do they? The, oh yeah Of course Because uh, I was like, what ch- what, wh- like How should our How should Pam and Pam be run And th- they they were popping oh, up Oh look at that Bitbull B- B- capital yeah. How about that Because <laughs> <laughs> you did research I did research <laughs> <laughs> uh, I th- The first cryptocurrency fund of funds No it's not We are uh, Yeah <laughs> This is very funny th- This is so disingenuous S&P 500 versus Bitcoin Come on guys Come on Yeah well, it'd be funny to, <coughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to do other charts that compare things. Right. Like, like potatoes and big corn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, that's what you should definitely
1: do that on Pam, pa, Pam. Potato, potato, like potato commodity prices yeah. versus, yeah. Uh, you should do onion, onion futures. Onion futures not big yeah. Zero. Yeah. That's great, or like, or uh, or like Enron. And other you know, like like other <laughs> other shit you might have like Ten thrown your ago, money. Ten years ago, this is Enron
0: going down and this down. Is going up. up. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: this company went bankrupt. <laughs> it, I mean, it is funny. Like you look at this. Like like oh man, I wonder like how like much you got to invest. Like they as as oh, look at this as featured in BuzzFeed. <laughs> oh look at this. Schmuck. Look at that. He's on TV, but he links to uh not BuzzFeed, but like okay bit BuzzFeed. I think that this article must have been paid placement. Then there's another. Yeah, there's another mm-hmm. one uh, as part of those ads. Synapse AI. That's the <laughs> other like hedge <laughs> fund, right? That like like Renaissance Capital. Oh uh, girl. <laughs> What's that? Are they also <laughs> advertising? Decentralized data and AI marketplace. Oh, they've been more modern. Oh yeah, this they one. This one. Website. Yeah this this one uh, <laughs> looks like it was designed on ThemeForest. <laughs> Contribute data, get paid. It's that easy. Okay. is the new oil. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> a quote by Fortune. <laughs> ICO Bench, look at this. I mean, this is amazing. Like, oh wow. I mean, it's very pretty. Oh yeah. Money earned this week. Money earned this week. One hundred and three dollars and forty cents. That's the uh, the picture. You can sell data. Interesting. Okay, so like, what is this? Like a data marketplace? Like you can like add things to your like. Oh, this is storage. But using like, you know, practical shit. Yeah. (laughs) That's so interesting. Like this is so okay. Maybe maybe this is interesting. I don't know. Oh, they're ICOing. Uh, oh! Look at how many ICOs closes. they have. No, no, pre-sale, ICO tier one, ICO tier one closes, ICO tier two begins, ICO tier two closes, ICO two, tier three, tier three, Sin tokens released on in spring of 2018. Then they have phase one, phase two, phase three, and phase four. Oh wow! They have a whole roadmap. A whole roadmap filled. The roadmap like, is, filled with phases. That is what, look how attractive. Holy shit! Is. Uh, who? They have an attractive team. A very like. Like, di- well, is dan- this a man or a woman? They have a tr- like here, they have a like a sort of androgynous person. Um, they've covered all their bases, yeah. and then they have someone who like literally has a galaxy. They have, yeah, they have a security <laughs> researcher who doesn't <laughs> want their picture anyway. That's right. That's okay. <laughs> so that that that, <laughs> so that might that might actually lend okay. Navcoin. <gasps> no, what wait, is navcoin? Wait, which one's navcoin? I don't know. Charts market cap. Oh, okay. Oh, it's, so this is in fact just another shitcoin. Yeah, okay. And he's a blo- he's bitcoin Ooh. expert. Of Greg, course. Greg McGregor. <laughs> what is that Greg McGregor. Greg McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> Greg <laughs> McGregor. Um okay, Spiros Marjuris, advisory board of Glance Technologies, VC and founder of Marjuris Advisory. So like uh What the fuck is that? I don't know. No one's ever heard of any of these guys. Like that's why like I tweeted this out because it was so funny to me. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. I, I I'm wondering how any of these people got featured. My guess is it's paid. Ooh, they uh, have paid the, placement, uh, but like by, by the way, see, see all see all the uh you know, the the moving fingers. Those are really easy to put on your website. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, go to Theme Forest. But a lot of a lot of these ICOs and shit all
2: have.
0: They all that did, that did it because
1: thing. it's like it articulates the blockchain. Yeah. Um Who's <laughs> this lady with the two, two neck moles? Did she get bit by a vampire? She might have. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? I don't know what's going on here. S- uh, spending simplified. I don't know what this is yet. So through our coin. Merchant and pay programs, we are accelerating people's ability to play an active role in global commerce community. We are making crypto accessible to the masses with a real-world application that supports quick, easy, value-added interactions between customers and businesses and communities across the globe. So that that gives me zero information. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, that's all this shit. Like, well, that's how all this is. They all have, like, they'll oh say my God. These things. Look at their team. It's huge, and it's filled with old people. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: That old people doing things. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> it, I think this is just a VC fund, like, literally, like, doing, like, a, a token. So, yeah. oh, my God. This is amazing. Oh, and then this <laughs> guy. Oh, this guy has the a... Piotr Piazic. Piazic. I Comply ICO. Decentralization <laughs> Manager at I Comply ICO. This guy has a pedo mustache. Oh, he does. But, yeah, if this he, is but he's Russian, so it might be like, okay there. <laughs> I comply ICO. ICO is done, done right. right. <laughs> okay, the world's first <laughs> automated platform to ensure <laughs> compliance for registered digital assets. This is how you be compliant with is how you country. You'll you you launch them in Russia.
0: You run, yeah. like, <laughs> more, like,
1: like, but this is ama- it's a list of people that like, I mean, a couple of these guys are fine. I don't know. Well, I don't mean like pretty, but like. Oh, uh, she, she looks like Amy Schumer. She does, and yeah. then and my favorite is is Nick Nick, Sp- Nick Spanos, founder of Zap. <laughs> Zap. What the fuck is I, Zap? Was like years old. I don't think that he was the founder. If if it's Zap, um, then that's, it's that's not the project to put his name on. No, no, that that like I, I, well, that's not a name. That, that's not a name to put Nick Spanos's name on. A project to put Nick Spanos' name on, like because I right. if it's if it's the old time Zap project, then like it was like a legitimate old timey. Bitcoin project, um, which is interesting. I wonder, like, I don't remember him being the co-founder of that, though. Weird. I do remember Zap going, like, doing, like, like basically going public in uh, the Bitcoin era of going public, and the way that you would do it, you would sell it on that, like, weird, <laughs> like, old-time, like, text exchange that was really hard to use. <laughs> this is before you got here. Okay. So, like, there were a bunch of, like, exchanges that you could, like, go to and, like, buy, you know, people would do, like, equity, uh, equity shit. Okay. And they would issue shares, uh n- not really on the blockchain, but they would issue shares and like do dividends just like normal companies. Um it was what Satoshi Dice did, basically. Okay. Is this also what the uh like what some of these other schemes, like Trade Fortress was, yes. was the same? Yes, exactly. Uh, Trade Fortress was so using like a lot of these okay. for like to like get sense. money for his fund. Um so like that was you know, that that is it's it's interesting. So like I, I don't know if Zap is a new w- I wouldn't be surprised if this must be a new thing. So um not the old Zap. Not the old Zap, but like that's that's funny. Like Nick Spanos makes a resurgence. Um he he's the like he, he was the old time he remember he did the Bitcoin Center in New York down on Wall Street. I've yeah. Right. That I remember. And uh and, and had some sort of shady I don't know <laughs> I remember. Um yeah. Okay. So uh, on to the next thing. So, uh, jo- <laughs> <laughs> and Jordan Peterson uh, was discussing this week about like eBay and Western well, civilization. it what was really this week, but I've heard him a couple of times in a few different things he's done. Like, okay, so he, I haven't read his book, but he but he's on tour right now for the Twelve Rules of Life, and he gave right. a presentation uh, talking about each one of them. Um, but he he uses the uh, the eBay analogy, and he talks about how amazing eBay. Like surfaced, and how while they may have had like actual reputation providers early on, it kind of bootstrapped into this thing where people were using the platform and trusting that like if I buy s- something from some guy in idaho um he's gonna send me the product and i'm gonna I'm gonna send him the money, and he used that as an example of why Western civilization is superior because it's there's a lot of trust built in, interesting, which I was kind mm-hmm. of like. I don't. Jordan I Peterson's mean, interesting. I like I like him a lot, but like I I, I, I do suspect because he always does this thing where he like applies the same framework to everything. Yeah. I I, I wonder how long well, it's going to be interesting for people. I like lo- I like all of his stuff a lot. I, I really do. Mm. But when he said this, I was kind of like, mm, I, I I don't know. Like <gasps> I I feel like there's more to kind of dissect there, and that's not the best analogy to really use because you're kind of getting into the area of like like. I think he's I think when he says a statement like that he's getting into where he doesn't like know a whole lot about. Like he kind of like glanced at it as you know, someone from his own position and you know, eBay uh li- li- like for example like what I guess what I'm trying to get at is like r- it's great that they were able to build a system where people like were using it, but it's really because like there was a lot of reputation built uh, right. And like dark markets for example, like you said have reputation built in. Like there's 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 sellers on there. Who may have built up reputation over time, and people are actually using that platform w- very widely to buy those substances. So it's not really a good it's not really a good example of like why Western civilization might be superior. Um, I mean, I I would kind of I I'd be o- okay making that argument that it is, but I don't, I don't know if I would use eBay as an example, right? Interesting. So okay, so like uh, like real, real, uh, to 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 move on to the, this like ETF example shit. Like what so do you see? Yeah, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. So this so small, tiny hedge fund in Denver, yeah. put two hundred grand that basically into into a fund that like an ETF that was like dedicated to like calm, like low volatility. Right. So they were betting that the ETF would go to zero because they're basically yeah. betting that there would be a volatile period in the market, which there was because the D S B and everything else went down last week. Um, and I think that that ETF went to like nearly zero because was it? Said it lost ninety six percent of its value. Right. So apparently they made like millions from (laughs) that bet. Yeah, (laughs) fifteen. Yeah, which is seventeen and a half million. Which is funny because like it's a nice little story of like like you know what they like the frame it as like a Wall Street outside right firm that like you know they they, people might be like oh these guys saw that thing happening which I'd say probably wasn't what happened but well they might have I mean like they looking at this like their 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 evidence they're they're saying that the mispricing um, is that this like ETF was being priced as though a lot of volatility would be like a 1 in 5,000 event. Um, I don't know, like 1 in 5,000 years, mm-hmm. but he's, he's saying it was more like a 1 in 5 year event. Um, so, like, given that, like, that's a great bet for them, right? They'll make a shit ton of money every time if that's... If, if that's I'm surprised they only threw 200,000 at it. Well, th- I think that may have been all they had, though. Like it could have been, like, that. all of their money. <laughs> right, like, they may be... Like, imagine being, like, a $5 million fund and being, like... You know, like this was a tiny little thing. Right. I don't, I don't really know all the details of how they came to that point, but, um, yeah, they were just so they were they, just they, betting that like the so shop for the right derivatives to place their bet, and uh, it looks like they did a good job. Well done, good job. I have a lot of I, like I like stories like that where like people find like little like uh, holes in the market. Yeah. Um, I like th- they're anecdotal. Like I think a lot of people like to use them as like proof that like efficient markets aren't efficient. I look at them and I'm like, oh, these are anecdotal. These are like one off examples. And, like, sure, like, I, th- I don't think that anyone claims that they're perfectly efficient, but they are like, you know, mostly efficient. They, th- it's a great rubric whereby, like, you understand the markets. And if you want to be in like a position like this guy, you can go uh, start a hedge fund, you know, and like w- search all day for like the one hole in the universe and hope that you find it. Right. Because thousands and thousands of other hedge funds didn't find that. Right. Yeah. Or Or it was not, or, well, <laughs> or, or, or 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 just wasn't worth like fi- i don't know like i don't like like wh- how, like why 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 did they see that versus like a, uh, i don't know who knows. knows they might have been the right place right, right time like they might have been looking at like so they might have been like engaging in volatility type mm. trades like i don't know but like for whatever reason they might not be the only ones who f- who saw that also by the way but it sounds like it was a lot of work to like find basically the tool that they could actually buy in order to uh in order to capitalize on that Mm. Right. So that that's interesting to me that, like, I, I think I think that like trading is, is interesting to look at when people find those like little things, um, you know, people like George Soros who like have enough money to like bankrupt the Bank of England and, you know, shit like that. Like, I think that's those are like remarkable stories. Mm. People that like know more than the market. Well, wasn't there some stories of people who actually like they made predictions on like they, they look at the housing market back in like yeah. 2005. Like, yeah. Is that no no? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people said a lot of things, and like those same people don't necessarily have like predictive powers going on uh, going ahead in the future. So, like for example, the guy who like uh, made the the housing bet, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the one the the famous guy from uh, what's that goddamn movie from the Michael Lewis book, The Big Short. Yeah, The Big Short. Okay. Um, that guy, like the I think he was a a former doctor, whatever, like the the brazen hedge fund manager. Mm -hmm. I think next he's doing like water rights. Like I've seen a number of emails. Uh, I think he's doing, like, water rights stuff right now and, like, trading that. But I don't think, like, I think that, like, he probably hyper-focused on, like, this one problem. It happened such that, like, this problem ended up, like, paying off. And now, like, for people like that, I think it's on to the next thing. Like, what mm. can I do next that will, um, you know, be, like, like as big as the last one? And maybe he's right. Like, water water rights are a weird thing. t Boone Pickens actually is making the same bet. you know who he is? Barely. But water rights, because I think of like Nestle and so I always see these articles about Nestle trying to like uh, take over like water supplies in like certain places. Dude, I don't, it's, I don't know it's amazing. Like water rights globally are such an interesting thing. Like that, Singapore, that the entire army basically is to like exist to protect their water. Right. Well, because it's such an important. So it's a really... It's just it's just amazing because like there's places where like water is kind of a scarce resource and the way that like that documentary series on Netflix is six parter about uh-huh. dirty my I, I I wonder if they'll do a water wouldn't be some. surprised because it, like because I saw wild. I saw the rest of the episode I saw all of them they're amazing they're all they're all really, they're all really good. good I really like them the Volkswagens I, really I like, interesting yeah I really I like the, I like the I like the guy that started the uh, the payday lending company I thought they did a great job with Trump. They obviously have a bias, but like I thought right. they did a good job with it. Well, yeah. I mean, like, there's definitely a bias there that I I only, you know, you, you take things. You I feel know, like, like we need Dante for this. But, <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I feel, I feel like it's <laughs> like, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> them. Well, but what I didn't really know a whole lot about was that a lot of his, like, uh, uh, real estate business was licensing his name out. Yeah. And they made the point that within the last few years, like, since, like, The Apprentice was a big deal for him, th- like, there were things that I didn't like that. Like they d- they kind of like there was a period like in the nineties where they kind of like were like oh he wasn't doing anything during this period of time I don't remember that like I, mean, I don't, don't cares? Know. like right. also the shilling of like like McDonald's and stuff like that who cares like I I always thought that that was very funny is right. like Donald Trump shilling himself to McDonald's like that's great like but it's also not shilling like tons of people do that but it was also like the image it painted him in. Made me think that like he's what he's really good at is like his his father was really good at showmanship, so his father would really like get a lot of people out right. and would do innovative things. And and, like and being a showman means that you're doing things that are like unexpected socially, right? Like right, if, like yeah. Which so and that carry and if he's like whether he is consciously doing it or not, like he's able to carry it over in these other areas that like are being capitalized by him or right. by people who are betting on him, wi- you know, as as the president, I guess. So like, um. That, in and of itself, might be what he's what he's good at. You know, people say he's a great business tycoon. He's a great like real estate tycoon. I don't, that, I don't know how many don't, people say that. Well, <laughs> some people say that, and I I'm st- I I don't think that's really the case. And if it is the case, it's not because he's good at like those things. Well, it's he, Because he's good at so many. Right, and I mean that, that would might, actually go to his like business acumen. Because like I mean honestly, like his business may be you know, like making his name valuable, which is interesting. Right. And that's and it seemed like he's done a lot of deals globally where he's licensed his name out. what, what I didn't to, like about it was how like sort of uh how, how like the suggestion that he like went to the investors and was like, Hey Korean investors. Why don't you just put my name on a building? Just slap it on there like a sticker. Right. And like that was like the, the the video paints it as like that was like the the amount of conversation they needed to be like yes, Mr. Trump. Yes, 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 yes. Like no, that's not really like th- that had to have been like much more involved than that. I imagine. Well, they they like I could they, see. It was, a very, him re- being was like, very reductionist. And Being like if you if you put my, if you put Trump on this uh building's name like we have a lot of data to suggest this is actually like a good move right or something like that or, but or they might have also been like hey mr trump want to pay on you like 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 places like like uh, azerbaijan or yeah. some shit like I, everywhere like weird
0: and that's kind of where it I, mean, it, into I, weird, I, I don't know like,
1: like for me the the trump stuff like really the, the part that like i think he's vulnerable in is the moscow hotel i think that's absolutely correct i think that they they pointed that out in the show 100 percent correct there's like a lot of stuff that happens mm-hmm. uh, with regard to the moscow hotel that are weirdly um like happened during the campaign even Right, like there were there were deals made early, like when he was already in at least right. the Republican primary. So we're so gonna. I, I'm I'm curious just where that goes because like it like it's like to me that's where he's vulnerable. And then this the video the, the show makes it like sound like he's vulnerable also with like uh, Trump University, which right. we'll see. But like I think the Moscow Hotel is where yeah, like the, the all the, his risk the really lies. Part of the lawsuit is down here. Down here, I know. Yeah, we should never come in. Yeah, we should. We should. Yeah, great. All right, I think that's everything for today. Do you have anything else you want to talk about, or um? Not really. Jim. With that, where can people find you, Sean? They can find me on Cam Four. All right, and Dante. Dante's out today. I think he'll be back next week. I hope. Um, but he uh, he committed a crime this week murdered murdered seventeen people dressed like Elvis. Yeah, uh, which is a little bit weird. And we got to bail him out. So he'll be out next yeah. week, uh, hopefully. And uh, presuming he is, uh, this show will be a lot worse. Yeah. Right. Like of course worse. we'll have a worse show. Uh this show this show is pretty bad though. If 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 you mm-hmm. listen to this show to the end, which I hope you didn't, please go to iTunes rate us a one. I want to be the lowest lowest rated podcast and on and iTunes. And if and possible. tell us what you think, you know, and well yeah, make up when make, when star, yeah. make up something make up something. Sean commits a lot of crimes. Uh s- tell the world he committed one to you. Mm-hmm. Um other mm-hmm. than that, I'm John Seth. You can find me on Twitter as John Seth, on Telegram as John Seth. And uh, that's about the only place I, I really exist other than my home. So uh, we'll see you next week. I, I, thank you for listening. I, I really appreciate it every week. And I hope that you enjoyed the first song because I don't know that I'll be able to get Sean to do that again. So <laughs> This is Johnson <laughs> Chunking Up the Deuce of the South, of the masses, then to go in peace. St. Catherine, pray for us.
0: You want to do it? Pray for us. No, Sassaman News. Let's oh, Sassaman News. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>